This week's episode of the Screenwriter's Rant Room is brought to you by avgearguy.com. If you have any photos or documents that you need to scan or videotapes or audio tapes or film rules that you need to import into your computer, check out avgearguy.com. If you mention the name of this podcast, when you order, you'll get 5% off and a portion of your order will go to help support the rant room. All these formats degrade over time and are sitting ducks in the case of fire or theft. Why not convert it all to digital? All of your memories could be stored safely on the cloud or on a hard drive that fits in your pocket. AVGearGuy.com has over 30 years of experience with all kinds of media, digital and analog, and they can accept orders from anywhere in the United States. Don't forget to mention the Screenwriter's Rant Room and get 5% off your order. For more details, visit their website at avgearguy.com. I'm going to say what I feel and I promise to keep it real. Welcome to the Rant Room. Well, you gotta be a rider Till your fears are diminishing The doubts are behind ya It's hard to grind And the business got me stressed In the rent room We let that shit up off our chest You know the street nerd has got no time for no caca Sass in class Yes, they used to pull a kaja Never have to guess When you're listening to Hilliard He gon' bring more game Than a shark playing billiards It's all about the crap of screenwriting It's exciting when you turn an outline Into something enlightening Your pen and words Are like bullets in a gun Write what you feel Say what you want Welcome to the Rant Room. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest. You guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room. We keep it real. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what, everybody? 2020. Yeah, it's just me in here. I'm all by myself. 2020. Nobody's here. 2020. Whoa, is me. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, y'all know how we do it on the Rant Room. On the show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture. And our focus is always screenwriting. Stories, craft, and shit like that. Uh, Lisa Bolacaja is out. Uh, she'll be back, um, she said, I think in April, something like that. So we'll be good. Um, anyway, so we'll be. Uh, I'm breaking my shit everywhere. Um, anyway, so she'll be back soon. But in the meantime, <clears throat> and in between time, Fella <laughs> just rhyming it, ain't it? We got Chris Derrick in the house. What's up, Chris? How much? Just hanging out. Got your stuff. Afro shirt on from Shabadoo. I, I see know. You. I know. I'm excited. <laughs> you remember Shabadoo? I do not remember from Shabadoo. from Breaking. Oh yes. Okay. Yes. That's I, my homeboy. He's my. He's like my big brother. What's the name of the movie again? Turbo. Turbo. Yeah. Well, he was Ozone. Ozone, right? Ozone. Actually, his right, dog. Right. His dog Ozone. is called Ozone. Yes. Ozone yes. Is, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so when we 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 did this 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 series called Ticker. That Chris did, Chris, um, directed and I produced, and um, so I decided, oh well, you got these two hip hop guys. I was like, maybe since Shamadu has his, has his own clothing line called Afro, so I reached out to him, so he gave us a bunch of stuff. Fantastic, you know. So that's one of them right there. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you, Shamadu. Can't wait to have you on the show to talk about your new book. He's got a book coming out about his whole life and become being the king of um, Crenshaw and all that shit like that. Love it. Yeah. So um, oh, that's interesting <clears throat> about books. It's a really, really fascinating book I looked at the other day. Um, it's called. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, it was called um, "The Making of Once Upon a Time in the West." Hmm. It's really the only movie 
and uh, I was downtown, and uh, you can get it down there. It's like at that place called Hauser and Worth, but it's fascinating. Hmm. It's like it's like one of the most like exhaustive kind of like um, uh, um, uh, in terms of like the production goes to like there's a, there's a chapter on everything: hmm. the writers, the cinematographer, the stars. You know, and then you got all these guys like John Mays and Scorsese are doing little tributes. So I really, really, I mean, I'm not really the biggest fan of, but I think he's very, very smart. Um, it's a big, like, uh, preface by Quentin Tarantino. Mm. Talk about, like, you know, how he thinks that that, that modern cinema, be, like, be, like, begins with Leone. Mm-hmm. You think? Well, I, I, well, I, well, it's interesting. That, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's interesting yeah. his theory because yeah. he, he's trying to point out like this is a guy who's not from that. He's he, like, like this. The Western is not his tradition because mm-hmm. he's Italian. Right. And it was like, you know what? I'm going to take this movie. And I'm going to like infuse all like how I see westerns to be from okay. an Italian and create my own piece of art, my own my own personal vision okay. of the West. So that's and, where it shifted. Yeah, that's what he's talking about. And Tarantino was like, "This is the same thing that people said about me when yeah. I was going." It was, and I kind of like took it from, from what I saw that he was doing. Mm. And I think it's an interesting kind of like uh, take on 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 film. And interesting. I, I don't know. It's it really yeah. it's a really fascinating movie. So yeah, um, no, it's an absolutely say? fascinating <clears throat> movie. I mean, I Into the mic. I I don't necessarily uh, you know believe that's like the the birth of modern cinema. Uh, and and it's fine because mm-hmm. um, I really what I really believe was the birth of modern cinema was the was the the blockbuster. That's basically to me was the birth of modern cinema that we are all dealing with today mm-hmm. in cinema. And when, um, do you, when do you think that changed? Uh, in the seventies, mm-hmm. I think it was Jaws. It mm-hmm. was Star Wars. It was Close Encounters. Yeah. I mean, it was just you know filmed and 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 by the way, those films character driven I mean Mm -hmm. everything that you know the three of us believe is uh, you know at the heart of great storytelling we know that not every blockbuster is steeped in character unfortunately the the Marvel movies now like they've been trying to um, actually return to that Uh, you know some of them actually rise with that Mm -hmm. Joker being one obviously Um, but uh, but that to me was the birth of modern cinema as we know it I think what you're, um, well, I mean, what you're referencing, and obviously you're referencing some, you know, Quentin Tarantino's opinion, and not that I want to defy Quentin Tarantino <laughs> in any way, shape, or form, um, you know. But uh, what I think that that was the birth of, if it was anything, was an internationalism that literally masses could understand, um, mm. where, where more where international film then became. Um, more global and there was more of an acceptance for people uh, to be able they, they were just more accepting I, I think on I think that's what that turn was okay well, well I mean I, I see what you're saying I mean to me I think that I, I think about that movie you know he had his success with the three Clint Eastwood films right mm-hmm. before that yeah. yeah but this is the film that you know he took everything to another level is cast like is definitely this big international cast. Actually, there's more Americans than any anything. It's um, but it's interesting because I feel like those are Clint Eastwood's westerns. Yeah, yeah, the, right? yeah. The first yeah. one, yeah, the things mm-hmm. that made him a star. Right. Um, but it's, it, I think about it, and I was like, oh, well, I think I'm, I'm bringing this up because I'm curious about like what Tarantino was trying to say by that. But I think it, it maybe has to do with like this is the guy. You know, there's so many like. European films, those um, the, the European art house films that were like big in the fifties and sixties. Yeah. Like those are just personal movies about that those guys made. 
And I, but I, and I think that the Once Upon a Time in the West is a personal movie mm-hmm. for, um, for what's his name, like um, for Leone. But it's not his traditional type of cinema for him to tell, mm, you know, right. because you know, because because it's he's in it. It's it, it's almost like. You know, the guys who earlier were doing, um, you know, they took Seven Samurai and they made The Magnificent Seven. Because, mm-hmm. like, oh, that's our tradition to do a, a, a you know, take that story and do it in the West. Right. But but it would but, but kind of be like if an American, like, wanted to do a, a um, or not even American, but, like, if someone from, like, it'd be, it'd be, if someone from Japan mm-hmm. did a Western. Mm. You know, it'd be like, whoa, like, like, how would you approach this? Well, would you say that the martial arts samurai films kind of are Westerns to an extent? Well, well, they are yes. in, in terms of their execution, but they're mm. still, but they're rooted in, 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 okay, in, yeah. in the tradition mm. of the, right, right, right. Like, sure. that yes. they're making. Sure. To step outside of you to be, to, be, to essentially do a type of like, a, like, um, appropriate, like cultural appropriation in okay. a sense, but do it in a way that like is, that, that's, that's elevating the genre mm-hmm. differently, yeah. you know? You got him on a roll. See what you did, Yvette? Well, <laughs> no, that's enough. I I'm curious because, like, like, like it's, it's like this. I'm not really a fan of Quentin Tarantino in terms right. of his work, mm-hmm. but I think that, like, like a lot of times when he talks about cinema, mm-hmm. he has a very uh, it's different than mm-hmm. the work that he does because he's not trying to like. Does he sound more humble to you when he talks about the work as opposed it, to? Um, it's not necessarily humble. It's just like. He the th- thing about him I think that people forget is and this is what I think part of it made his name when he first came out mm-hmm. he's so steeped in 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 movie lore movie tradition For he sure. knows no that doubt. stuff no in a way that like they maybe only guys like Scorsese and Spielberg right. know yeah. it's just that like he went you know to like that that B movie route right. and elevated that stuff mm-hmm. and I think that that's <laughs> where it's interesting to hear him talk about stuff because he knows so much and he, I mean I mean he, absolutely he, oh yeah for sure yeah you know and that's what's interesting to to, to read about it because they because he's not talking about his own work either. And that's what I thought was interesting too, yeah. you know, because yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't get guys like that to talk about. To, to, I mean, he he will talk about what he loves, but mm-hmm. but he's never asked that in um, in interviews and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I thought it was interesting. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the only the only thing that that, that I'll add um, to that, and I actually heard him speak recently. Uh, he received an award, um, and uh, you know, I mean, historically, and it's well known that he's you know, obviously, he's a student of cinema, right. right? Which is you know, which is fantastic. And when he does speak about the history of cinema. He really, I mean, you know, he's like he's a cinemaphile, right? He's mm-hmm. a cinephile. He has so much to share, right. um, and hopefully, maybe one day he does write a book on his opinions of of that because I, I think it would be, you know, really fascinating. And I think he's he's actually educated enough and in a really yeah. good position so to his be able point to. Of view would be interesting. Yeah, a, a, <clears throat> absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but going back to this, just specific uh, in terms of the Western, you know, um, from you know, Qu- uh, looking at Quentin Tarantino, he is clearly, um, you know, I mean, like he just adores that particular genre and many of his films mm-hmm. actually um, they're, they're, they either are westerns or they um, include western tropes yes. right many 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 of his yeah, films yeah, include yeah. western now, tropes now I'll take a step back I could totally yes. see what you're saying yes. totally yeah for yeah, sure a- absolutely I mean yeah. you know it may actually be without even, speaking even for Pulp him, Fiction's like yeah. a city yes. western it's like yeah. an intro yeah yeah well, well, he a- was, absolutely he was talking about that he was talking about that in the book this is the thing because I was, I was flipping through it and I didn't see who read the who wrote the, the preface I was just right. flipping through it and it, you know I read you know there was like there was like some call out text mm-hmm. and I was like oh that's it. oh that's an interesting statement he was making a statement about um, 
the costumes in that movie. And he was like saying, oh, the, you know, like these guys use the costumes they use, the dusters and stuff like that is not what those guys would technically wear, but it's like their armor. Mm. I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then I turned the page and, I, and there was a shot from Reservoir Dogs. And he was like, he was like, in Reservoir Dogs, you know, that, that's a new Tarantino was writing this. I was like, he's like, in Reservoir Dogs, he was like, he was like, the black suits those guys like wore was inspired by the dusters that they wore. He's just like, you know what? This is the duster now. Like, you wouldn't. Oh, okay. right. I was like, oh, that's contemporary. Yeah, contemporary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's uh, interesting. So. Absolutely. And even, he, and even when he dress, he dresses like a, like a, like a modern cowboy. Right. Like, you know, just when you see him out in the world. Right. Um, that's you know just the western is his thing. You know, the, 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 the western is his thing. So, um, so from his point of view, knowing that the western is his thing, then I could sure I could see him pointing to, you know, that particular film and thinking that that um, uh, you know is the uh, was the birth of uh, of modern cinema. Cool. So, well, speaking of sense. directors, so we got our <laughs> big sis on on the show, Yvette Vargas, everybody, <laughs> writer, producer, director, series creator. Pimp dog girl herself <laughs> coming on to talk about her writer's room fifty fifty and the the you got the pitching you got the the writing the pilot you got the director's track you got everything going on over there got a whole lot going on uh, over there yeah and 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 many other things but sure. uh, but no it's been it's just been this incredible mm-hmm. you know journey for uh, about eight months now right. this incredible that's journey. it yes that's it. That's it. It got that big that fast. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Crazy. It, it it really really has. Um, and uh, people are getting work. Yeah. People's pitches are you know getting heard, yes. and um, their pilots are being read, mm-hmm. and uh, and some are actually like moving forward. Mm-hmm. So it's um, the results have been just pretty incredible, <clears throat> really really quickly. So and we yeah. we did an episode with you where we talked about the. The Writers Room 5050. Let's just give people a little rundown about sure. what it is again sure, sure. for Absolutely. new people who haven't heard it. Yeah, yeah, no. So, um, so the Writers Room 5050. It's basically a uh, a, a mentorship uh, initiative mm-hmm. um, that I started about eight months ago, and it is geared for underrepres- underrepresented groups, right. women, people of color, mm-hmm. LGBTQ uh, storytellers, people with disabilities, um, veterans. Uh, uh, storytellers of a certain age, mm-hmm. um, you know, basically everyone who is considered other right. in the business, and uh, and it's absolutely geared for mentorship at this moment in time, 2020. What do you need to know, mm-hmm. especially as a person of an underrepresented group in the business? So, in terms of the actual labs, um, that's very much the way that uh, you know that. Like I look six at them. Week, six that, week, eight courses. Yeah, yeah. So you know, so the uh, like, for instance, the pitching, mm-hmm. um, the television series, which was amazing to have mm-hmm. you in and love to. I had to, all. To, I, I, I was. It was great. It was great. Yeah. We'll talk about it. We'll yeah, yeah. About we'll it. definitely yeah. talk about it. <clears throat> um, and in that particular lab, mm-hmm. it's you know six weeks. Um, and the uh, the storytellers, they actually right. they write the full pitch of their. The, I'm sorry, the full script of their pitch. Mm-hmm. They uh, practice every week um, and receive feedback with their pitch. every week too. Every, every week, week. Yeah, every no, week. <laughs> not not playing whatsoever. You get up there and you yeah. present your pitch every mm-hmm. week and receive feedback. You design your uh, your pitch deck, and then that all leads to then you actually presenting your full pitch with your deck to a development executive. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's been off the charts, yeah. incredibly successful mm-hmm. um, so far 
eight storytellers that have pitched their shows are actually now working with those development executives. Nice. So good. it's pretty, pretty damn That's amazing. Good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny because you and I talked about this um, probably a month ago. We were standing outside of, of, of where we do the, um, where we where we meet at, and I was like, and I was telling you, I said, girl, um, you were like, well, what do you think? How are you enjoying it? And I said, I love it. I said, you know, I, I get annoyed at myself at times because I'm like, man, I wish I was in a position where I could take these people into Showtime. You know, there are some that would be hits right now. It's totally, absolutely. I mean, huge hits. I mean, that I would yeah. like, I would grab in a minute. Totally, I, and, and Hilliard, it's been like that from mm-hmm. the very beginning. I, I mean, there's so much talent that comes through these doors, right. whether they're Guild or not. Mm-hmm. Um, just so much incredible talent that comes through these doors and the projects especially because these are original voices, just fresh ideas, right, Mm -hmm. that we have not heard before, Mm -hmm. that absolutely deserve to be told, uh, sold, told, seen. Um, and they're speaking, speaking for so many. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah. So I'm actually putting a couple of things in place now to try to support those efforts. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh, actually a a, a producer, um, a different uh, you know producer than than mm-hmm. Roberta, which we're going to talk about in a minute. Right. But uh, another R- Roberta and Monroe might be coming through in a little bit. So, yes, yeah. exactly. <clears throat> so um, uh, with a producer. Uh, who uh, who literally she has a, a production a big production company actually in Europe mm-hmm. okay. um, and uh, so now we're actually teaming up to try to set up some some shows where some of the production can happen in Europe okay. um, and we can actually get some of that European money mm-hmm. to produce these shows so Is that the uh, Hungarian one yes okay, exactly yeah. exactly awesome. so you know, yeah. you know it's interesting how you say about the really talented people and you can get people into Showtime I was at a I heard Sam Esmail speak speak mm-hmm. the other day, and um, you know John August interviewed mm-hmm. him or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's interesting because you know <clears throat> what I what I realized is his story is like every other person's story. He's successful. Hmm. They they all have the same story. How fucking do it's crazy. I think people don't necessarily and and, and I and I realized that like listening to him. Hmm. Um, the trick is. Um, you got to know what's a really good piece of material, mm-hmm. you know. And, and and the thing that I realize is, is that most people don't know that about their own work. They think this it's really so good, but they don't know. Um, it, it takes rigor, you know. Yeah, and, and, it, it, it takes rigor and actually and actually understanding what the bar is of good work yeah. and, and being honest with your work. And, and that's actually and the thing. That's yeah. actually the thing that 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 moved me the most when we we're in the in the workshop. Is listening to I call them kids because they're younger than me. They're listening to the kids pitch and they're like, "Well, you know, I, mean, I don't know what you guys are gonna think," and it's fucking amazing. It's true. They have no idea. Yeah, yeah, they, it, they just have to refine and get the confidence to pitch it. But the story's there. That's a lot. You know what I mean? The thing he was saying was is that this is I guess people don't know this about him is that because I didn't know this, you know, he had a script. He had a script on the blacklist. The second and third year to blacklist, wow. like back to back, you know, and it was like, but it was all material that, that he didn't, that it's stuff that didn't get made, mm-hmm. uh, but it got him all these meetings, mm-hmm. and then he realized that he was like, I don't want to do what they want me to do, right, mm. right, you know, they all were like, so what do you got for us? What do you got for right. us? So, you know, like you know, we got this stuff that we want to do, blah blah right. blah, and he was like, I don't do any of that. Yeah. Sound like you, Yvette. You know? Yeah. No, I, I know. It, yes, it's true. It happens to me every day. You know, he's, he was basically like, you know, 
This was like he see this around the time when the first hangout came out and he wrote some funny comedy thing and everyone mm-hmm. was like, We need you can you do something like that? Do you have yeah. something like that? And he was like, No. I, I don't want to do that. Um, he was like, like, I had that one in me. That was it. Well, like, yeah, well, well, well he, said, he said he mentioned two, <clears throat> and then he turned around and, and he made this movie. He wrote this movie. He said, the biggest thing, he was like, I finished the, script, the second script, got on the blacklist um, again, and, and next thing I know, I'm writing this other movie called Comet. He wrote, he wrote this movie called Comet, and then uh, people liked it, but but they weren't going to make it. And he was like, oh, well, I'm going to make this myself. Um, and he started, you know, and he started raising the funds for it. And while that was happening, he was like, "I'm gonna start working on Mr. Robot." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And right. it was a, it was a, it was a movie. Yeah, you know, and, uh, and he, he, he's crazy because he was like, "Yeah, I wrote like you know like seventy or eighty pages of the first act." And the first act, and I, it, it, yeah. And he, he said, "This is what I knew it was gonna be. I, could, I, I don't know what I was gonna do with it." Mm-hmm. But he said, "In the middle of that, that's when he got all the money for Comet, and then it was off to the races." Mm-hmm. Right. But I just look at it, and I was saying to myself, I was like, "Oh." I bring this up because at the, the at the Q, I bring this up because at the Q and A at the end of it, mm-hmm. some woman did that thing that you know you never oh, do. Oh God! Right? God. You, you know, know where it's coming. Sam, can you read my script? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> she did not do. Yeah. yeah. Of course, yeah. Why do people think I'm going to be well, bold well, and I'm just going to ask? No, That's what she said. So, so basically, it's three questions, right? These are right. three questions, and 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 we all cringe. Um, <laughs> Sam, can you read my script or mm. fill in? You know, X, can you read my script? Mm. X, can you be my mentor? Right. X, can we take a selfie? Like literally, <laughs> those are the top three right. requests. It's like you know what you have your moment at your at the microphone to speak to, like hopefully your hero, mm-hmm. right? Can you think of anything else exactly that you want to exactly. ask them? And yeah, give me a break. Yeah, um, but it's, it's interesting. I was interesting. I just was like, I, I, and she was saying she'd been writing all this time and blah blah. blah and I just and because someone had asked a previous question about like how do we get. You like you know like scripts to you because you have a writer's room. How do you get that? You know, and that like led to someone asking this question. Oh, great. And uh, I think it was John <laughs> who asked it. John was like, "So you so like how do you put together your room?" Yeah, and um, which is what the moderator should ask. Yeah, which yeah. is was That's a legit question. Yeah. But uh, but to me, the whole thing goes back to like, do you know if you, if your material is good? Right. Mm-hmm. you guys are saying that these people didn't don't know if their yeah. material is yeah, good. It is yeah. good, but they well, don't know. But well, you see the confidence is, build yeah. every yeah. week, though. You see the confidence build every week. So, and this is and this is really the thing that mm-hmm. has been profound for me. You guys and Hilliard, you got to see mm-hmm. some of this. Where literally, you know, when they come in and they're and they are not all kids. Yeah. Although I'm I sure know, that, that, that many of them would yeah. love to. to Everybody to, was to know. grown. They all were in There may be a couple of people in the twenties. They were. They're just younger than me. That's right. But um, but uh. But you know they, they just come in right. and they and they just don't have the confidence, right? So they they they're, they're coming in, and all of them all of them uh, work in the business and you know in some in way. Some so so sure. so no one is um, like a complete newbie to the business at all. Um, but this is the thing. So they come in. They've never. They may never have. Uh, pitched before you know so they don't have the confidence of of pitching or they may have pitched before and they knew that they had no idea what they were doing right. and they basically failed right they right. failed in the room they're like uh oh i don't want that to happen again <laughs> and as we all know depending on how badly you may fail in the room that door may be closed to oh, you yeah. forever, forever. Yeah. right forever so 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 they learned that from that experience so you know so so they're coming in and and also they're coming in because they know that the conversations we're going to have conversations that are specifically geared for um, um, storytellers of under underrepresented groups. Right. So, because we you know we do a lot of that as well. So, what happens is, of course, the projects they grow and they transform every week. There's mm-hmm. no question, right? Like you know these these pitches. 
um, they they just become like amazing by the end. And and what and if uh, people are writing, you know, in the writing workshops, you know, whether they're writing a script or they're writing an episode or you know for for a show, um, all of that evolves mm-hmm. uh, and transforms. But the greatest thing that evolves and transforms is actually the people. That has been the most profound thing for me out mm-hmm. of all of it. Where at the end. They have the confidence. Now they are well armed. They are well informed. They have uh, a game plan. They are ready to go out and knock on the doors. Mm-hmm. And it's um, it's just it, it blows me away each and every time. Although you know now I'm expecting it to happen, and it still blows me away. The cool thing that I like, and 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 you know, having been in the the pitch um, track, was I love that you start with the five minute pitch. Right. It's almost yes, like that's the first homework. It, it's yeah. almost like being in a class, for example, and they're like, let's just work on the log line. Yes. Right. And then, right. You, and then you move on to the beach. You, yes. you move on to the outline, whatever. Yes. It almost did that because you went from yes. five minutes to seven minutes to, you know, to 20 minutes or whatever. Right. So eventually you have these different versions. Exactly. That are logged into your head. Absolutely. That actually help you to either simplify it or take the time in it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I was really excited about that, especially it came at a perfect time for me. Yes. You know, with what I'm doing, with my 20 minute, I went, well, let me see if I can do this in five or seven or whatever. Totally. And it actually helped me go, oh, I could cut a lot of fat out in those spaces there and still have a 20 minute pitch. Definitely. You know what I mean? And and that's that's why, well, I I start, I evolved the pitch. uh, for many reasons, in mm-hmm. that way, uh, you know, number number one, it's like, look, if you if you don't have at least somewhat of an elevator pitch, which is you know usually like what well, one to two minute little mm-hmm. little little, sure. little little quick um, version of your pitch, if you don't if you know if you don't have that down, you certainly will have that down in you know in in this workshop. But if you can get that five minute pitch down, which has the essence. Right of all of the elements that you need to have in your full pitch. In five minutes, you can literally touch on those touch, you know, Mm -hmm. touchstones. Um, And that you are well prepared to be in any situation to then deliver a five minute pitch that is completely satisfying and open a door for you. And then with that five minute pitch, you can actually then pare that down to the absolute essentials Mm -hmm. of a one to two minute elevator pitch. Um, but I start with that five minute pitch because it includes everything that you need to then grow uh, upon mm-hmm. for that 15 or 20 minute pitch, you know, whether you're writing a comedy or 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 a, or a half hour uh, versus a one hour. Right. And uh, and it and it really it really, really works. And, you know, and it's been incredible. So mm-hmm. going, you know, going back to what you were saying, Hilliard, that you want to walk some of these people into Showtime mm-hmm. and, and I'm facing Showtime right here in the window. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going there in April for another project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. amazing. And I was <laughs> yeah. just, I was just there on on, on right, Thursday, right, yeah, yeah. and you hit me uh, up going, hey. yes, it totally. No, the pitch was over the top. Awesome. You know, fantastic. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so you know, so that's what I'm planning to do with some of these people mm-hmm. uh, because the projects are that damn good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what Lena Wythe is doing. She yeah. she she comes across these scripts that are amazing or these pitches and she yeah. walks them in, yeah. you know, and becomes the EP on the show. I mean, yeah. I'm like, why can't you do that? Right, right. You know? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm definitely, definitely um, putting in a, a system mm-hmm. in place right. to, uh, to do that now. Uh, and again, it's like, look, the whole point of the Writers Room 50-50 is to shake up the business, mm-hmm. um, create our own models, mm-hmm. Be ready for the uh, What's the mentor, woman's mentor name everyone. In the wheelchair? I forget her name. Forgive me. 
Katie. Katie. Okay. Yes. Yeah, she hit me up to to come to lunch or something. Oh, nice. <clears throat> like I keep thinking for some reason her show would be perfect with like Jane Fonda's company. I just mm. think they would love it. I don't know. Uh-huh. So just in that world, that half hour, uh-huh. that that sensibility, and she likes older older women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> she would love that, in my uh-huh. opinion. You know, just yeah. if, if that's one of them, mm-hmm. take that bitch over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you guys a question. It's interesting you say this. It's like the confidence, because the thing that I realized is is that. Um, a lot of people are unsure about their material, their, pitch, their story if it's good because they have, because they haven't pitched it. Sure, you know what I'm saying. Sure, like, yes. Like there's this. I mean, I think what you, what you're saying is, or if they have pitched it, they pitched it to their friends. I think what's interesting is that. I'm sure that your model is that you guys get up and they get pitched to the whole class. I think like, right. They pitch, yeah. yeah, they pitch every every single week. All of all of the writers are pitching to the class and obviously myself mm-hmm. and receiving feedback to make their pitch better. Right. Um, but and but the ultimate is that they are they each pitch their full pitch, right? Like their full you, half hour show or one hour show to a development executive and then get the get notes from the development. No, I get that, executive. but I'm yeah. saying it's in terms of like. This is the thing I was thinking about, like the the practicalities of like doing stuff. Is that, you know, uh, pitching to a group of people. I think a lot of times people, there's a whole skill of like being able to be in front of people and yes. pitch. Yes. yes. And I think that by doing it five weeks, you come out yes. the first week, not the first week, but you come in five mm-hmm. weeks in a row, you get comfortable doing that. Yeah. 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 It's the first time you got to go in and do that. Mm-hmm. And if it's not your not your thing, and for some of your writers, it's, it's not because yeah. they're mm-hmm. spending all this time trying to write and just get an agent, and then I want to get on a show. Mm-hmm. And they, I mean, they're not asked to to be like like pitching. So, you know, like to well, be, there was there was know. an interesting thing that happened. Like after I got up and did mine the first time, one of the girls is like, I. You used to be an actor, didn't you? And I was like, "Why?" She says, "You just placed yourself. Like everybody else is moving about. You're the yeah. only one who planted yourself and stayed there the whole time." And I was like, it "Just comes naturally for me to think to do that uh-huh. because I used to be a performer." You know right. what I mean? So it, it's interesting. But it, then everybody else started the next week going, "Oh, I need to find that spot. Pretty much plant myself there if I'm going to be on my feet, mm-hmm. which you usually aren't." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But exactly. um, yeah, yeah. Um, but you can be. See, you can be. See, it's just, it's, you can. People think you have to sit. You don't have to. You, you know. It, yeah. Mm. The thing is, is that that's the thing. The performance thing is the is is the part that like I always do a lot of uh, um, uh, whatever you're rehearsing. So mm-hmm. when you're rehearsing, just like when Absolutely. you're rehearsing, like when you're rehearsing a scene, right. you're trying to find your blocking. Right. Essentially, yes. you got to find your blocking of how you want to pitch because there's that moment that you might want to stand up sure. in the middle of your thing. Sure. To, you know, and, 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 depending on the pitch, right? I mean, yeah, look, it, yeah, it, 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 it might it, be. It, it absolutely depends, depends on, on the pitch. Is. I mean, yeah. look, we, we we know that probably like 99% of the pitches you are sitting down, right? Yeah. Like 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 really, and that and that's traditional. And if you don't know actually, if the, if standing. Because um, because obviously if if you're having a pitch if, if you're engaged in a pitch and everyone is sitting and then all of a sudden you stand that can be disruptive right yes. so so it needs to be if there's a reason for you to stand then obviously your pitch needs to actually right. build to that right, uh, right. motivate mo- motivate that mm-hmm. but um you know but going back to you know this I mean initially it's just easier for people to stand and also the standing by the way that actually helps the stage fright of it all yes. Yeah. Because if you're sitting, yeah, you're you, kind of hiding behind the desk. Exactly. Yes. If you're sitting, 
um, it's easier to do. So that's why I have everyone stand at the beginning. Right. But at, you know, but once we actually then pitch the executives, everybody's sitting. Mm-hmm. You know, you're sitting in front of the executive. Well, yeah, but, but it's that process uh, that got them to find the confidence and and like um, they're naked in front of everyone. Right. You know, like you're not sitting. You're not sitting behind a desk. You're not sitting behind papers. You're just standing in front of everyone and speaking, mm-hmm. and it's really powerful. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I don't care how many times you've done it. I think there's like tremendous value, you know, in it. I mean, obviously, oh, I uh, you know. Oh, it yeah. was it, yeah. exactly. Well, the, you know, yeah. the th- I mean. I think the mistake is that you think that you get it down mm-hmm. right. one time and you stop. Yeah, right. yeah. Because yeah. the because the the one thing that I've noticed is that I try to keep the language sort of loose in a sense. Hmm. I mean, I've, it's very specific, but there's points where I gotta keep it loose. Um, because what you so it's more like a bullet point for you that you elaborate on. Or no, no. Well, no. I, I, you know, I do the bullet points of that, but right. sometimes it's like jokes and stuff. Mm-hmm. I gotta try to keep that mm-hmm. loose right. because what will happen is is that you might go to one executive and pitch, and they go, "Oh, right, oh you gotta right. come back and like do it to someone else," right, right, right. and therefore you might. You don't no, want to repeat you, that you, joke. You, you, you right, repeat right, it, right, so right. you might want to you might want to tweak it, or it's yeah. one of those things where if I'm or if you're out doing like three pitches in a day, mm-hmm. which can happen. Oh, yeah. I just did two on <laughs> Thursday. Yeah, he does it <laughs> yeah. all the time. I, I've, I, the most I've done in a day was four. Oh my god! Yeah, so and see, that that was tough. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> that oh really god. was tough. Yeah, and so and and so I think to keep it fresh for yourself, there's those moments that you want to find where you're like, where can I just kind of like add right. this move? It's like, to me, it's always about like. Again, it's like the, the the process of how do you keep it fresh for you so that it keeps it alive in your own mm-hmm. head, I, I, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. differently. I, yeah, no, know? no, for for sure. No, look, and um, this is I love that you're bringing this up, and for my, and for myself, um, especially right, like we can be out with a pitch twenty to thirty times, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, so for myself, definitely, I script it all out. There's mm-hmm. no, you know, there's no doubt about it. But once I internalize it. Um, and uh, and of course, uh, you know, like I'm always reading people in the room. What mm-hmm. are they responding to? And I am able just to like in the moment jump in and make jokes mm-hmm. or make a connection mm-hmm. because I am present. But that only happens when you know you're pitched so inside what? out. Oh, yeah, exactly. Because, because if exactly. you're so concerned with, oh, you know, like I actually don't know my, my pitch well enough, like I really do have to stick to my script, you don't have the freedom to actually do that. So, um, you know, in the case, uh, you know, and, and I think that's more of a rare case too in terms of what you're talking <laughs> about is like when you pitch to one executive and they have to come back and pitch to, I guess, their boss. Um, you know, in that case, then I am like reworking that, you know, that that pitch so that it sounds fresh for both of them. Right, right, you right. Know, yeah, fresh that, for that's both what of I'm them saying. Because, yeah, 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 yeah. Because you know, because the one thing that I say a lot of people, you know, they I guess there was something two years ago or three years ago, and they were saying, you know, at the guild, like don't leave anything behind. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, and, the, for sure. and the concept on that to me was someone was telling me it was like, and, I, and I've I've seen this happen outside of. Uh, the movie industry I've seen other stuff it's like if you leave a document behind people will begin to critique it oh, yeah. for sure you know absolutely and, and, absolutely. and they'll, they'll oh, find trust me I'm in it right now yeah, yeah. <laughs> believe me yeah, yeah. Like, they'll find something that they don't like because mm-hmm. they're looking at it nine or ten times they're right. like you know I don't like that font right mm-hmm. yeah, motherfucker yes. you know what if, right. you, if you saw it for three seconds you wouldn't care exactly. right. but if it's there for like ten days you'd be like you know what so mm-hmm. it's interesting that, but I've, it's the same process about like keeping it fresh for everybody I mean like you know like like pitching is such a uh uh, uh, it's, you know, like 
It's an art form. It's, sure. art, it's an art form. Be, and the thing is, is that pre, it's a present. So it's a presentation. And presentations are kind of like the only way that things happen in this business. In, well, it's, well, no, <laughs> I mean, in, in, in every business. Yes. Yeah, for sure. And for it's sure, like, but obviously it, in ours. And obviously in ours. I mean, it is, it is, it's like, it's, it's how you move someone to not be invested to, to be invested right. and that's Absolutely. your job you know and it is it is it's tricky it's it, tricky it's 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 very tricky it's difficult and I'll and I would go further like I will fill in the word presentation with vision because mm. it's literally how yes. you are delivering your vision to someone else that motivates them so much emotionally and also with from a, a business acumen right because mm -hmm. they're buying something to make money right. and, and for it to be successful and make money look of course changing lives hearts minds and souls who doesn't want to do that but at the beginning of the day and the end of the day it needs to make money right that's right. what that's where they're buying it for their company but um we are selling vision right. and this is why a leave behind can be extremely dangerous because you could have this like incredible momentum of vision in the room and, and and then you have this Q&A where things come up in terms of possibility. That possibility is not in your leave behind. Right. And then it's like, they walk away, they were so exhilarated from your pitch, and then they start looking at this leave behind. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, wait a minute, like this is not what we talked about. Right. Like, so, the, so now, your leave behind does not deliver on the promise of the premise that you pitched. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you screwed yep. yourself. Yeah. So yep. never, never, ever leave, ever leave, leave anything, anything behind. behind. And if they, you know, then it comes back to, it's like, look, if they want something, let them pay for there's, it. There's like, a link like, on, like, on, on WJA.org where people can watch and they tell you exactly how to handle yourself uh -huh. when they're letting executives like, hey, leave, um, I leave, love that thing. Leave. Do you mind leaving that behind? No. Or can you just give me that character breakdown on that one thing or blah, 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 so I can explain it to my boss? And and people are like, no, I can't, you know, the, the guild, the, the guild, you know, yeah, they, exactly. they whatever. Bring me back. I'm happy to come back <laughs> yes, talk, to talk to your boss. Exactly. exactly. Bring, 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 bring me back uh you know commission me mm -hmm. <laughs> to write That's something yes yes commission me commission yes, me commission that me. means pay me um yeah exactly <laughs> so uh so it's look it's 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 just been it's just been pretty incredible you guys so uh, you know i'm i'm uh you know so definitely uh you know the pitching lab itself it's it's just been incredibly successful i'm now bringing um both the pitching lab um and uh brand new lab which is uh writing the television show bible okay. um which is going to be starting in march which, which you know, is different. Which, which, which different is different. Thing. That's and and it's it's so people have so many questions right. about it, and so many people that have actually gone through the doors of the writers room fifty fifty have you know continued to hit me up about it. So I was like, you know what? Let me. I I need to put something together. So right. this is a four week four week lab, okay. literally on you know writing a TV show bible for your specific show whatever you may be working on. Good. That's something uh, else is you don't leave behind because that's worth Because okay. the thing about that is never. I, I, I want to say that's like a, <laughs> I think they're supposed to pay you 60 grand for that document. Major. It's major so money. you yeah. don't be leaving that behind because no. if you did it's like here's 60 grand no. out of my pocket. Totally. Let me ask you a question. I was just thinking about this. So we did the um, NAACP Image Awards um, panel yes. a few weeks ago which, which is why I couldn't come that, that particular week. And so I was moderating the panel, and after it was over, a woman came up to me who is the vice president of development for a huge reality company that's moving into scripted. Okay. So she came over here and talked to me and Pamela about, you know, trying to get writer, more writers hired, blah, blah, blah. So I was telling her, you know, you guys are going to have to go guild, you know, blah, blah, blah. I was trying to explain her. Well, her argument to me 
was, and I'm not telling you who she is, her argument to me was that, you know, according to everybody else in the industry, you're like, they don't pay for pitches and this and this. Why is it still in 2020? Is that not one of the our requirements? That it's a, it's a pay for the pitch? There should be some small commission. Like, for here's an example. So... You go on a meeting with, yes. with a general, let's just say. You you meet a cool exec, you guys hit it off, they like your they like you, like, well, you'd be perfect for this in house thing we have. Right. You know what? Yeah. Here's a small little five thousand dollars type and come yes, back totally. in two weeks, whatever the fuck. Yes, yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like there should be something. I'm I'm a huge There's advocate. There's so for much that. work I'm, we gotta I'm, do. I'm a huge advocate. Like look, if it's an open writing assignment, right, right that you get called in on and now they want you to write the <clears> pitch. Absolutely. You know what? 5K in terms of goodwill mm-hmm. and a commitment would go such a, a long, long way, way as opposed to you going and, and I mean, let's face it, you guys, writing a pitch, like a killer pitch that's right. going to sell that show, It you know, this is a shitload of work, right? Mm-hmm. We, we, we know it. I mean, yeah. this this is literally to really um, nail this. This is weeks of work. And well, if you're doing well, a historical weeks. or based on a book, oh, I mean, oh God, you yeah. read a book. I mean, look, the thing about that is this, right? Okay, <laughs> so, so I got two things this, is, that, is that one, it's like, yeah, I mean, like five grand is nothing. I'm just throwing out a stupid no, no, but, number. Right, no, but no, I'm saying no, is, but, but five, as opposed to nothing, we would be happy with at least no, no, five thousand. No, it would go a long way. But I'm yeah. saying is that five grand is nothing compared to the fact that if they do the show, right. it's like a hundred million dollar spend. What the fuck is five thousand dollars? It's nothing. It's like it's well, no it, money. Well, exactly. You know, like, yeah. Like even if they, you know, like <clears throat> like buy it from you. Mm-hmm. You know the thing that came out last week about the the pilot deals and everyone people. Right. It's like yes. five grand is 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 probably what like like two percent of what no, your fee nothing. might be. It's right. So it's not exactly. shit. But here's the problem. Here's what I was. I'm reading this fascinating book called uh, "Winners Take All: mm-hmm. The Elite Charade About Doing Good." Mm-hmm. Right. It's all about these billionaires who think they're doing good in the world, but they're not. They're right. fucking everything right. up. Yeah. And this guy was making an interesting point. He says, he says, he said, you know, what's happened is businesses have done everything for productivity-wise, so they can stabilize their income statements and what their balance sheets are. Okay. But they've moved that risk onto their employees. <laughs> mm, so the reason why, so 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 companies can keep their balance sheet straight and go, well, we're good. Mm-hmm. Whole this quarter, we good, good, good. But they do that by you know, uh, putting putting all that risky money on us because for you know how you hear about this all the time in the studio days in the seventies, eighties. There was all this development money that was right. going around. It's exactly. all kind of squeezed down. Yeah. And the thing is, they still have that money. Of course, it's they do. It's all sitting around. You know, these motherfuckers. Who get, who, who that, like, that's that's where I was going. Yes. Is that there? Every department now says, "Well, we don't have development money for that." Right. There's no. Yes. This person was like, well, "We don't yes. have development for." Right, I was right. like, "Why did you start this department?" Yes. If you don't have develop, because everybody thinks they don't have to. Pay us anything, right? Right. Well, it's well, just a pitch. and 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 they haven't. I mean, unfortunately, it it's been poor business practice, right? right? Like for, and we've for, been for writers, it. and the writers have been accepting it. So, um, you know, so I I'm a huge right. advocate for no free work, like mm-hmm. and 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 I've become. A bigger Same advocate thing with than the if come. They the, tried to make oh, it. Totally, just, all well, they did was yes. give her paperwork. Well, I, now, I, I, that's I was, all. I was getting you to know? the if come, um, which is tons of free work. Mm-hmm. But um, I was always a big advocate for it. But right. but now you and um, I have been talking about this for at least yes, five or six but, years. But, but now I'm uh, um, like an immense advocate of it because you know what? If they want you, and this is the thing, writers, we need to stand up. If they want you, if they want that idea, right. or if they want your talent to develop something that they have in house. Mm-hmm. 
they have to pay you, but we're the ones that have to deliver that message. If yeah. they really <clears throat> are invested in working us, working with us, then they have to pay something. Yeah, well, yeah, because I well, the thing on that is is that it goes back to what a lot of things happened last year when the ATA thing first kicked out. Is that you know writers hate confrontation and. And but you would rather work for free. I mean, they, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? That's that's the thing. They, I think most well, people don't complain. I think that most people say, "Well, should I complain or should I do, or, or should I confront this?" Or I just want to work. You know, it's this whole thing about you just yeah. want to work that because there's such there's such, there's such like low self esteem with with even successful writers mm-hmm. that they just like I want to be wanted and to know that you want me is not to pay me right. but you just want to work with me. The thing is is that we know there's very few writers who um, uh, I, I mean there's there, no, there's so many bad writers mm-hmm. that if they're talking if they're talking to you about hey we want you to develop something like this you're not the first person they've talked to yeah. they've seen I've seen 20 or 30 people and they're like you have the goods on the page and in person blah 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 there's like this 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 nexus of shit that's coming together mm-hmm. and I think that it's like it's just uh, but I, f- I hope that that writers have seen that after the ATA thing, the power that we do have, you just have well, to stand up for it and you got to ask for it. I, I, you I have to ask people, for I, it. I mean, you have look, to ask for look, it. Look, look, mm-hmm. I just think happened to me that it's, it's kind of fucked me, mm-hmm. but. <laughs> um, Preface. Uh, but, but, but no, but, but this is what it was is that I, this guy talked to me uh, like September and October and November of last year mm-hmm. got this project got this project blah 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 get it to you blah 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 can you read it blah 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 just, I was kind of working you know? then mm-hmm. in December he was like can you meet with the other writer because what I talked to him and the producer about like it was a rewrite like mm-hmm. here's how I would rewrite this and, and which is what you should do yeah, you should I talk said, to the writer blah 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 blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I said, and, and they said well, well sit down and all over sit down sit down and talk we sat down and talked talked with a guy kind of pitched in my you know like I did it in a way where I wasn't going to give him anything that he could go run with mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> which is an art, yeah. Uh, but they were all excited about it, right? And 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 I was like, okay, cool. And, and it was right before the holidays. We went back, mm-hmm. you know. And he he emailed me at the top of the year, and he was like, so what's going on? Are we can get together. And I was like, where's my money? <laughs> right. Where's exactly. your deal memo? Where's your agreement? how much are you where's guys going to pay yeah. me? Yeah. Right. You exactly. know. Yeah. And th- and then they get back to me. They were like. Uh, I told him that, and then he disappeared. Right, of wow. course. You know, this yeah. is, that was the writer, but now he works. He does VFX on a big show, so that's why they want to bring him because he's not really a writer. So mm-hmm. he just wrote an idea, and then three weeks later, the producer was like, "So where are we? Like, we're, like we're starting." And I, I was like, "This is much too much money I want." <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and if I don't get this, yeah. well, then I guess you guys no agreement, they, no they, nothing. nothing. And they were like, "Whoa, we got to go back." And I was like, "I said, fuck me," because because it was kind of like. You know, I was expecting this money and I didn't yes. get it. Mm-hmm. But I said, I'm not going to do work for free no, right. for Absolutely. somebody else's directing career. Right. I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. Right. I said, I told them both. I said, you know, what? I've, I've, I've been caught before. I, I've, I've done that twice too many. Mm-hmm. So, no. Right. So, everybody, everybody, everybody at this table. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well but, and this is, the, but this is the thing, Chris. We have to stand up. We have to say no. Yeah. If they really want us, if they are invested in working with us and our talent, then they have to pay us something. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is, I mean, this is a movement that we really, like writers, we mm-hmm. have to, we, because look, right now, because it's been business practice, poor business practice for so long that mm-hmm. that's just the way that, you know, it's expected. So we literally have to say no. Um, and when we say no, then then I think that that's when, you know, the guild can put protections into place 
and everything else. But it's this this in particular, no free work. It's it's this is the writers. Like this yeah. is yeah. literally the writers' fight alone right now yeah. to actually combat that. Well, no, it's, look, it's always gonna be the writers' fight because you know why? No director is gonna fucking is, is gonna start breaking down a script if he's not gonna get paid. Mm. He, you know right. what? Yeah, he, for sure, he, he's not gonna come to set mm-hmm. if he's if he had no deal with right. minimum. He's like, right. oh, we'll take care right. of you. Especially not if he's DGA. They're no, not, absolutely never not. That's what I'm saying. If you yeah. if, if you were DGA writers, like we're WGA writers, you right. not gonna do any of that shit right. for free. Mm-hmm. You like you know you you're not you're not now. So, sometimes those guys go and do those. Rip reels and stuff like that to try to get the job. Yeah, that's a different situation. But that's a different, yeah. different yeah, yeah. situation. Yeah, and that's their choice. By yeah, the way. it is yeah. their choice. Yeah. yeah, but 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 they're not working. Right, right. they're not rehearsing no days yeah. for no. free. Yeah. Nobody is. No, no. Well, and let alone writing a pitch. Yeah, which can take a month. Yeah. Like a, a great pitch Easily. that's ready. Yeah. Easily, Easily a month and Easily. and designing a deck. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that for me is always like uh, I always give myself a month on any project that I'm really developing in mm-hmm. terms of a pitch and 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 for a deck it's. Uh, it's a full month, mm-hmm. but um, and your decks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chris knows how to do them pretty good too. You guys know how to fucking kill a deck. So, it helps tremendously. Like so, the yes. two pitches that I went to on a Thursday, <clears throat> um, the first one was at Freeform, and the mm-hmm. second one was you know right here at Showtime. Mm-hmm. Um, both, like, interestingly enough, both um, both rooms they were blown away by the blown yeah. away by the deck. I'm not surprised. Uh, and you know, <laughs> it's look, it's it really is a powerful tool. Right. Done, you know, done right. Done right. It, it's, yeah. it's an incredibly powerful tool. Mm-hmm. But this is also something that I always tell people: the deck is not going to sell your show. The nope. deck is there to support you. Right. And your verbal pitch, right. right? Like the deck is there to visually tell the story that you're telling verbally. Um, well, and, but, well, but when you have that combination, when that combination is in sync, it's incredibly mm-hmm. powerful. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's something that I remember the first time I met you, you had said something about decks and stuff like that. You said that was that thing, Cynthia Gill, and you were like showing people stuff. I was like, well, that's fucking dope as shit. And, um, <laughs> um, but, but I said to myself, but you said something, you said, look, you know what? A lot of people like bring PowerPoints or or bring iPads or their laptops and stuff like that. She, you, you were like, or their boards. People bring their, their boards. Their boards. Yeah. But but but, but that made sense to me is about what you're saying. She, she was like, you got to be so powerful with what you're saying because all that shit could fail. Mm-hmm. They're, Absolutely. They're, they're, and, 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 and so it's like the deck is just a supplement. Right. Absolutely. And if you think it's even complimenting your thing, you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. It's totally. just, you have to be able to do it so you can sell it without that. Oh, It'll be that strong yeah. with, I mean, like paint the same visual pictures yeah. and blah, 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 you know, and the, and then and that you just, that's kind of like spicing or spicing what the fuck am I saying icing <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> don't listen to me you got too much sugar uh, yeah, in okay. <laughs> um, but yeah but, but but it's something that always made so much mm. sense to me because I was it just made me think about like at first I was like oh you know what if you have a deck you can do a lot with like um, like you said painting a vision like very specific like I want always. this type of actor mm-hmm. I want you know I'm mentioning this and this I mean obviously I'm not going to get these people per se but you will but, but you'll put something in their head mm-hmm. yes. but it's really going to be like I, you know like what is my description of them and how they work and what they do so that they can say oh I can see Forrest Whitaker playing this role mm-hmm. or oh I can see someone like him playing mm-hmm. this role but I gotta know that you just can't put Forrest Whitaker and say hey so we're gonna get him to play X right. and then there's <clears> a, you know they're like what, who well, why why yeah so, so yeah no definitely um, so uh, you know so yeah I look at any at any moment uh, sure tech you know tech I mean look 
technology is only good when it works, right? right. right. So at any moment, it may not work. So you mm-hmm. need to be prepared to just go in there and kill it right. with you know with 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 yourself. So. Which is why your verbal pitch should be as just as visual as what you're going to show us. Absolutely, right? ver- ver- verbal and emotional. Like right. that pitch better bring all like that emotional journey. We need to know who those pe- those characters are emotionally. Mm-hmm. What this show is about emotionally, because mm-hmm. that's that's what helps sell the vision, right? Because it's because it's about people. It's it's an audience emotionally connecting to right. characters and a journey that they either want to be on or it's like, holy shit, I would never want to be on that fucking journey, but I don't mind watching others, exactly, go on a journey that there's like, no way I want to go on that journey, but I'm curious and I really like those characters and I want to see what the hell they're going to do in that situation because like, my ass would never be in that situation. (laughs) But, um, but, but yeah, so, so it's just been incredibly powerful. Mm -hmm. Again, like speaking to the, you know the, these particular groups and also look I mean there there are white men of course like white men are welcome you know like I, mm-hmm. I welcome white white men because of, because <laughs> I will tell you um, look they've got amazing stories the future, of course right? yeah, well, well uh, amazing stories and everything too but uh, for them to be in that room with everyone else mm-hmm. is extremely powerful right. um, and I see them transform in ways True. as well but uh, but yeah no you know so the writers room fifty fifty um, as I mentioned like you know eight months ago this thing what you know was was started it was just something that I was doing over the summer mm-hmm. um, but once uh, once I started mentoring these storytellers three weeks in I started to hear from the business at large <laughs> studios producers executives literally 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 contacting me mm-hmm. to refer my alumni and I was like what what the mm-hmm. fuck is this three weeks in and, and, and well, yeah, well, yeah it, well, was, it well, was like see, amazing okay so this is interesting you know what like, there's this guy Peter Thiel Peter mm-hmm. Thiel I can't remember he's a big tech investor and he, mm-hmm. he kind of put the money behind Hulk Hogan to track down Gawker mm-hmm. but he has this oh really, yeah yeah I saw that yeah, documentary yeah, yeah. he has this really mm-hmm. fascinating statement that he was saying he was saying one time I've been I read it like in December I'm taking it to heart this year. He, he was like, so people people have their 10-year plan. Mm-hmm. What you need to say to yourself is, how can I, how can I do this in six months? Mm. Right. Yes. And then it's like, it repositions how you think, it repositions totally. how you think about everything. That's how I got my side going. You know? I totally retwisted my, I was with yep. Ren, the actor Ren Brown. Yeah. We were shooting probably like Wolf or something. It was a TV show. And he was like, when are you going to get in the guild? And I was like, I was like, 15 or something 16 and he said I said I don't know maybe a year or two and he went you gotta give yourself six months yeah. I was like six months he was like yeah and I just came home I was like all inspired and I was like I'm gonna fight for it yeah you know what I mean absolutely. I think it was three absolutely <laughs> you know what I mean so yeah, it's, it's yeah, a funny yeah. thing well look I mean and I, believe, that, I agree and with that yeah oh totally look I, I, I agree And but you can only do it when you are ready right you can right. only do it when you're ready so you know that's look that that that's my goal you know that's my objection um, objective excuse me with the writers in 50-50 mm-hmm. is to give people the skill set that they haven't been able to find yet, right? On their own, especially mm-hmm. people who are considered other, uh, because it's just harder, right? Mm-hmm. You guys, it's 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 just harder, um, you know, sometimes to find your way in this particular business, and that's like initially why I started this, and um, and just to like really see people grow right. and go out there, and um, you know, and produce results for themselves, and plus, like I've been able to, you know, be a catalyst for. Again, six people well, the, have gotten hired the at this cool, point for jobs. The cool thing, you've had, I don't you interrupt know, eight you. people. The yeah, cool thing is, just just hit me as you were yeah. talking was, 
the underprivileged, who are the group you're talking to for the yeah. most part, yes. are the ones who don't have the access to this stuff. Yeah. You or somebody actively, damn near every week out there pitching or having <laughs> meetings, you know this. So even even if it's written in textbooks, you'd be like, no, but that doesn't work in the room. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, for sure. It's, Absolutely. It's there. Like, like for, for instance, me, I've been on plenty of pitches, but... I knew what for for where I'm playing in the game now. Yes, it was worth me going. You know, let me see if I can get a little bit more game. You know, I already get plenty of game anyway. Of course, but and it was worth it to me because I was like, see, if I didn't do that, I wouldn't have done that one thing right there. Totally. I wouldn't have done that thing right there. Always be Absolutely. learning. There's always something. Always. Always. You know what I mean? Always. There's always something. So for always. me, it was yeah. totally worth it. Yeah. yeah, I, I'll, yeah. Keep telling everybody to go. Well, good. Sure. Well, then, thank you, thank you, honey. And I want to, want to, want to. Sorry, you I missed back. the last two yeah. weeks, but it was. A, oh well, well, well. <laughs> She's making Roberta the grand Monroe entrance. coming in. What's up, girl? What's up? Hi, hi, hi. How are you? Hi. <laughs> good to see you too. Making the grand entrance. Well, exactly, exactly. Darling, hey, hey, how are you? I'm good. Can you squeeze around that way? Yes, yeah, of course. A seat right there, in front of a mic. <clears throat> I was being a good friend. Now I'm being a better friend. There you go. Fabulous. And I forgot my regular classes. <laughs> so I'm not trying to be super cool here. Right, oh, right. really? <laughs> oh, okay. Producer R- Roberta Monroe just stepped in the door, the OG herself. Yes. Yes. What's up, girl? So good to see hey. you. Hey, we're just talking Thank about you. we're talking about the workshop and the class and all this nice. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're having a good hair day. Let's well, thank you, <laughs> thank you for that. It was uh, I blew it out this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so did I. So did I. Amazing. Tresses, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, but uh, but yeah, look, there's right. I mean, we are all uh, students of right. all of our crafts. There's always so much to learn, and I think that sure. that puts you in a very um, actually more of a of a position of power you know right. quite quite frankly to just to be humbled be humbled to all of our crafts whether right. you're a writer or a producer or, you know a, a director you know pitching mm-hmm. um, yeah I mean I always consider like for myself I'm always looking at like what else can I learn what right. you know what what more can I possibly learn to be better right. and uh, and I look I mean I've learned a tremendous amount um, through through this, I process. bet you learn teaching. You it's, still oh, learn. It's a- like absolutely, a it, it's you know, it's incredible. I mean, sometimes people come in and they mm-hmm. kind of like rethink, you know, right. like completely rethink the wheel because you know what, they actually never knew what the wheel was, so they're, mm-hmm. they're not they're not even they don't have those. I miss those days sometimes, don't you? When you're you know? like innocent and you don't yes. know nothing, exactly. And you and just do stupid to try something and it works. And, you're and, like, and oh, it, shit, you and know and, I mean? and it works, and right. and it's like you know so powerful. So yeah, look, I'm constantly yeah. constantly learning by everyone right. that that comes through the door. Um, but uh, but yeah, so now it's just become like a movement. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we just since we got Roberta, she just came in. Why don't you guys talk about the directing side of what's going on with Writers Room Fifty Fifty? The directing side. Yeah. yeah well, the, 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 yeah, the yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I think that there's we got really great people on mm-hmm. board. So we have Matt LaSalle, who's been casting and helped like sort of walking most of the directors. Through the casting process. We haven't talked about what the program is yet. Yeah. Oh, so, coming yeah, yeah. back. Okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's just We're waiting for you. The you know. beginning. <laughs> um, well, so it's this 10-week extravaganza mm-hmm. where um, initially it was about 12 um, participants, people who came in who wanted to create an episode for that series, mm-hmm. Confessions. And so we started off, you know, sort of like walking people through the process and treating it like literally like a writer's room, like a production right. office, really. Like, so you come in, we're going to get the script in its pristine place, we're going to get you cast, you know, sort of set up with a casting director, mm-hmm. get locations, um, 
get a DP. We're going this week to Roscoe Lighting, mm-hmm. and they are doing this whole half day thing for us, mm. where they're inviting uh, the directors and the DPs, gaffers, if they want to come, mm-hmm. do this like two, three hour. You know, four so, hour, four hour with lunch. Well, I mean, it'll be two, lunch. three hours yeah. and then an hour of lunch, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And they're going to provide lunch. I think it's going to be amazing. So, you know, it's like that, that talking about like learning new stuff. Like I love going to Panavision and doing camera tests and stuff mm-hmm. because A, they, it's, that's their genius, mm-hmm. right? And so when you're walking into someone and they love to genius, show you. And they love to show yeah, you. And they sure. love the, and they can tell you about the whole process and what it can do for mm-hmm. you. And so as a director, and a producer, mm-hmm. um, and a writer. I am not a cinematographer, and so going to Roscoe's, and I'm not a gaffer, it's like mm-hmm. looking at what the lights But you know are. how to talk to them. Right, well, for sure. exactly. Like I know what yeah. I want, exactly. you know, but so exactly. like learning how to get there, I think is even more, um, it's even more, gives you more tools as a director right. to for, be able to have sure. a conversation. You know what, so I was just watching, you know, this is, it's a, um, uh, Kodak, right? So Kodak mm-hmm. has a really cool <laughs> site where you get to go and 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 they just yeah, yeah, yeah. just a motion picture, right? And t- I mean, the, their main site is just a motion picture part. But there's an interesting thing I was looking at the other day. Um, I think it was yesterday. Yes, it was. Yes, it was yesterday. Um, that linked to this thing where when Paul Thomas Anderson did his last movie, Phantom Thread. Mm-hmm. Yes. Apparently, um, I didn't this before. He like did all these camera tests. Mm-hmm. Can't, like lighting, camera, film stock, mm-hmm. and he posted them online, so you can go mm-hmm. online and look at them and see like like what he was looking at. Like this is the actress we wanted to use. Mm-hmm. This is the scene. This is how the colors we want. We use this film stock, and he's like, and he's got a commentary talking about like what it is. So it's kind of interesting, you know, like in terms of like you know like how he wanted to get kind of a look on this woman's face that looked different. <laughs> Um, you know, he's, and he's explaining like what he did. You know, it's an interesting uh-huh. kind of thing that, like, so it's like you get to see. Uh, this is like someone who's like a real, real working director, and mm. everyone's like, and he's like walking you through his process. Mm. Yeah. You know, yeah. about like, yeah. was, like this is what I was doing to figure out, like, you know, like to get this look that you not that you've seen in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like that's the part of the so that's the part of the director's workshop right so that all these directors are hearing everybody else's process yeah. reading everybody else's script yeah. looking at everybody else's cast right so they are getting to um, participate on a level that is you know that you're just constantly learning and not just from Yvette and I but also from each other mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, and and all the guests that we have come in every yeah. week as well um, yeah so I mean look the, the, the objective of this particular uh, you know directing Lab um, because we have two, and this was our inaugural, right. and it's really to to give directors an opportunity to direct an episode of a series, right. and with the objective to sell that series, you know. So it's just a very unique opportunity for that. Mm-hmm. Um, with, so is everybody with, in the workshop writing a script too, or or is somebody, some people just directing and they're writing, they're they're gonna direct? That scripts? was an option. I okay. think moving forward, um, Eva and I've talked about a mm-hmm. lot of different things and so when we do this debrief after the inaugural one um, I believe so things, things are going to things are going to shift oh, but it was an option oh, like you yeah. could choose a script that um, Yvette had other writers come right. in and write scripts and mm-hmm. um, so as a director you could choose a script or you could write your own script okay. uh, I think that you know everybody has their strengths and knowing right. what your strength is exactly uh, 
is critical. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely critical. Absolutely critical. So, uh, yeah, I mean, um, you know, yes, yes, you know, definitely. Well, I mean, you know what? I want to say something about that. This is is interesting, right? Because I, I, I thought that everyone's scripts was really smart. Chris was in the workshop, by the way. Yes, I I thought everyone had really smart ideas. Right. But what I realized talking to people is, I was like, oh, you never. I was like, you know what? You never made a movie before. In directing it, because see, people write these ideas that were like uh, too ambitious, you know, in, in my opinion. And I was like, it's a cool idea, but you uh-huh. might need five days to do that, you know, as opposed to what you were given. And I, I, I you know, and I think that people were spending a lot of time like trying to rewrite stuff because because they weren't. Uh, uh, they, aware, like, they like didn't a, realize that they were actually going to be directing something for 10 minutes. <laughs> yes, the, the, the yes, limitations yes, yes. of no, what, no, what it was. I'm going to do yes. a period piece. I was like, wait, 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 wait. wait. I mean, you can. Right. You can. I'm not saying right. you shouldn't. Yeah. I'm, you know, because the, the, the. But I was saying you shouldn't. Yeah. Well, you know, and it's, it, it's, it, isn't, it isn't that they haven't. Um, I mean, look, everyone in the workshop, they, uh, I mean, part of, of, of the requirement was they, ha- they had to have directed at least, you know, one. Something. Uh, yeah, yeah okay. exactly. Something. something for but this is you know this is the thing um when you're a director if you're a director first uh and a writer you know maybe more like or or maybe like well i I think if you're a writer a writer first and a director i'm sorry a director first and a writer second then i think there's you know you're closer right you're closer to what the vision can be but if you're a director first and maybe a writer fifth mm. on your and on in right. your in your tool right. kit. Uh, Speak on it. You know, it's in, in, yes in, in your skill set. Then it's just it's just harder. Yeah. You so, suspect. So, you suspect. Uh, Let's yes, 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 it, 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 exactly, exactly. So um, I said it, the promoter. Yeah, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, it's, it. it's, it's you know, I'm it's, just eating my little mini snack. I'm fighter girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's 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 just harder. But but you know, but the great thing is that uh, even you know even in 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 like that scenario, like all of those scripts still have progressively gotten uh, of, better, of and, and some of them of like significantly, significantly better. Yeah. They're definitely all really, really smart, good ideas. Yeah. I just say to myself, the, the you know me, because I've been through too many, like too many battles with these short films. <laughs> I'm just like, you know what? You don't know what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. I mean, or you do, but you're not thinking about it from the point of view of like uh, logistics production. and production. Just like, what's the production? <laughs> right. I, I, I say to myself all the time, how much is going to cost? You know, how's it all going to go wrong? Right. That's the fr- you just keep mm-hmm. asking yourself all the time. How's it all going to go wrong? Mm-hmm. And then you start thinking about. How do I change the script because of that, or or just stream on? You know, okay, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna go the opposite direction of you. What are you talking about? How does it? How is it? How is it all gonna go wrong? How is it all gonna go right? This is this is the producer here, so that it all goes right. Ha, no, yeah. you, uh, no, 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 you have to anticipate. Shit does not go wrong if I am producing. I understand right. that, but you, but you have to anticipate that it might. We've already done that. Oh, oh, I believe. Okay, I believe wait, that you wait, should wait, write wait, the script. I believe you should write the script that you want. Yes, all the bells and whistles. Yes. Shots, helicopter, people dying, people jumping out buildings. Do all of it, and then bring all that out, and then you have the story. Yes, right, and then you bring it to to reality. Yes, yes, absolutely. Look, I'm I'm a firm believer of I'm a firm believer of that. Thank you. Um, and not only just for you know the direct the directing lab, but like even you know even in my writing labs, like you know, so I have writing the television series, which is a ten week lab. I have a brand new one that's that's going to begin in a couple of months, which is the second draft in a polish. 
mm-hmm. with then strategy of where to take that particular script. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have another writing lab, which is running the room, which is like, you know, we, we developed season one of an original show. So it's completely like a writer's room. Mm-hmm. And each and every, uh, like in, in all of those, I always tell the writers, start, pull, put your full vision on the, li- on the page. Put that full vision on the page because then we can pare back. If you don't put it on the page initially, you don't even know what what the full vision can be. Like there's a discovery process there. I'm not saying you should yes, hamstring yes. yourself ever with, yes. with creating. You, yes. But but yeah. there's a point where you got to say with it. With you know, I remember who's the guy who was it who came in and did the budget. I suppose his name. Mark Molitor. Yeah, Mark, yeah. Yes. great guy. Yes. Great guy. His Amazing. budget was awesome. Fantastic. I mean, I was, like, I was like, this guy really knows how to do his shit. Really, really, impressive. really dope. Yes. My budget. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's our line producer. <laughs> yeah, he's our line producer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really dope. And I was, but 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 I was saying, but people were like talking about the cost of the thing, and I was like, that's because you're not thinking about. I'm not saying that you don't. The thing is, is that you say to yourself. Okay, so these are my resources. This is this is so this is a story that I'm going to tell. How can I still be faithful to that story? Yes, but I got to kind of like figure out like how to do it with the resources that I have. You know, uh, you know, and a- and, and 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 that's something that I think a lot of people may not have the experience of of doing. They, I think a lot of people will stop themselves. Of course, I, I think that I think they'll be asking for permission. Well, you know what? I need ninety five thousand dollars to do this. No, <laughs> man, you can do this for forty if you really kind of thought about how to do this creatively exactly. in a right. way. For for and, and, for sure, and, and, for sure. And, and, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. And what I want to add to that because I, I love that you're mentioning that and what we're talking about. Like this is actually a reality of the business yeah. in general, right? It's like okay, like we love this. You know, it's amazing on the page and especially in, in television. Right, you get so much money for a season one, mm-hmm. and we know that there are some episodes that are, you know, ten million dollars, and there are some episodes that are going to be four million dollars. We're just, we're just, just, just because, because yeah. that is um, the reality of the business. Like, we need to know how to tell story on different budgets, mm-hmm. and this has been um, a very powerful exercise for people to start, you know, lear- learning that. So, yeah, like, put your full vision on the page, and then, like, now let's be real in terms of practical, what is the story that you're telling? What is the essence of that story? And how can we produce this on this particular budget? Um, but something else that I do wanna um, add, uh, and, 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 and Chris, you, you, know, you have mentioned this, um, you, know, you, you even mentioned this in one, one of the uh, labs, is that um, something that we're, that we're constantly talking about is especially, look, these are you know, filmmakers of all different levels and, and, you know, and, and experience. But clearly, they have been doing something, they've been directing and producing one way, and they haven't achieved the results that they want, right? So what we're about is, it's like, okay, great. So how can, how can you make, how can you, whether it's directing your episode or you're directing a short film, how can you put yourself in the best position to produce the result Right. That you want, right. and that's what Roberta and I are trying to do no, well, with, these, uh, with, uh, with these labs, right? Exactly. Yeah, and, and I think, and Mark said, and Mark has said, you know, I've worked with Mark; he's an amazing like producer in his own right. Never mind my line producer, but you know, part of what most people don't understand is that you can make a short project, short form content for like seven hundred fifty dollars. You can make it for seven thousand five hundred. You can make it for seventy five thousand. And, I've done them all. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I—I I mean, I did a whole series where they were like one forty to two hundred thousand mm-hmm. for less than twenty minutes. Right. I think that, for the most part, um, and whether you can make that film for ten grand or not, that's not the movies I make. 
Right. right. So those are the right. they, so like if you come into this workshop, then you're looking at you know a budget of like twenty, twenty five, thirty thousand mm-hmm. dollars because those are the production values that we're seeking. That's what you should. And be we're doing. looking for that exactly. kind of that level of crew, mm-hmm. that level of casting, mm-hmm. that level of post product, like all of it, yep. so that and you can compete in the marketplace. Yeah, exactly. yeah that's and that's it's, the point. It's, it's, it's it has exactly. to look like it could be on TV. It's, it absolutely, it right. TV. Absolutely. It's the it's the it's the it's the comp- it's the comparative thing. That you have to, that you that you know, that you don't want to fight against, but you have to fight against because it's the reality totally. of, of what goes on, and and that's where you know it's like I was telling I was telling this to Willie, the guy mm-hmm. who wrote the thing that that we, he and I did in the, in the last fall, and I was like, man, the thing you always have to worry about is like this production triangle, and I kind of feel like that some people don't necessarily like know that, and it's like if if you have two days. You have to move really fast on certain things, mm-hmm. and so there, you just have to like design that in a way that you know. If and that's people usually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like and you have to have a fast. You have to have a fast DP, crew. Like you have a, a fast crew. But you, you know, that's pe- it, but it's it, also like not just that they're fast, but that there are enough of them right, right. The to team. do yeah. the job. Right. 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 Exactly. Yeah. There's the a, I mean, there's the support team like everyone because 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 if you say to yourself. There's probably like a certain amount you you can get in in two days. This is a certain amount, you know, and it's not like trying to do musical numbers, mm. which I've tried to do, you know. <laughs> um, it, you know you, it, on a budget, it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Believe me, um, it's, it's it's things like that. You have there's things like that, that that to me that like that that I say you have to be like you have to you have to be honest with what you're trying to do. Totally, and you should always have, and you should always be in the point where it's like, how can I rewrite? So I can still keep what I want to say and not and not sacrifice that because I because I want to reach this level of of production value, you know. And that was the thing that 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 you know that like I bubble up against a lot when I read when I was reading some of the scripts. I was like, I know you want to do, but you got too many company moves. Just things like that was like started kicking off in my head that mm-hmm. I was like, and and that, that would predicate another rewrite, you know. Right, right, well, right. I mean, right. A re- yeah. I mean, I, but you're always rewriting, right? You should always be rewriting up until. Even doing table reads with with your talent, yes. I think that yeah. you're yes. rewriting, yeah. and yeah. then you're rewriting on the set, and mm-hmm. then you there, rewrite the whole yeah. thing in the yeah. end. And, and especially, and I and I think that's even uh, more true in terms of the rewriting for television, right? And 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 here we we are creating a series, so there's a tremendous amount a tremendous amount of that. But what I wanted to yeah, I wanted to address two things. So you know, number one for you know for 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 those storytellers that have been you know making again like you know shorts for ten thousand, looking hey, and that's great. But what has that done for you uh, until this point, right? Have you been able to if get into the- If you always right. do what you've right. always done, you will always Produce get the same. what you've same. always right. gotten. Exactly, the same, the, the same right? It. Exactly, yeah. exactly. You haven't gotten into the festivals that you have wanted, and then and then with the festivals that you have gotten into, what were the results that were produced, right? Mm-hmm. So look, it's amazing. We need to, produ- we need to, c- to continue creating content so that we can continue learning Right, so that we can continue learning and also bringing more people, um, you know, into our fold and into our team. It's like, okay, great. Oh my God! Like this was the first. This was the first time I worked with this DP. We really had amazing. There was magic there. Like I want to continue working with this, you know, person, you know, et cetera. Like all of these things are fantastic. But but going back to the whole company move of of it all, Roberta and I from like the very beginning, we had like a built-in solution for that. Yeah. Where where we are literally shooting at at, um, this location that has like maybe like twenty staged sets so the company moves are it's like up okay, and downstairs up and downstairs or moving into the next room that's hella convenient yeah, yeah. hella, hella it, convenient I mean yeah, yeah. I mean, so, you know, so, yeah so yeah. it really comes down to like mm-hmm. you know production design like yeah, and whoever's not using those stage like Chris Torres is gonna do something in one church yes <laughs> right? yeah. with two actors that's smart and so right so 
10 pages, right. two days, two actors, mm-hmm. one location. Right. That, and also I, I think part of what, like, I'm always trying to sh- share. Shout out with to Chris, it's my cousin. Shout out to yeah. Chris, who's, who's <laughs> yes. coming by later to like videotape us, um, or whatever we call it these days, tape us, video, video <laughs> live. us, digitize us. I want to be called videotapes though, because there was no, no video. There's no video. Yeah. <laughs> there's no video. Or there's no tape. There's no tape. Well, there's no tape. Yeah, they still tape. They still use the OTL well, we, stuff to well, say. Well, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We don't. Use we tape. have tape. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. But most people don't have. We don't use tape. But you know, I think that. That's the so when you're coming into a workshop, uh, you know, a seminar, anything like this, the goal should be for you to take your skill set to the next level. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And if you feel like, um, if you believe in what's happening before you, or at least believe in like 80% of what's happening before you and what people are presenting you with, I think that there is a, um, I don't know if we're live yet. There is a, um, are you taking pictures? I don't know, I'm trying to see if we're live. <laughs> it's all on me though, I'm um, like, get off me. No, but I think that you, you have to want to go to the next level. And I think that that's scary for a lot of artists. And that there's a way that I feel feel like both Yvette and I have, you know, helped walk people through the process of going to the next level. And I mean, I've done this with like 50 filmmakers. Look, I agree with you. You're mm-hmm. absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I, I like, I feel that people, um, we were saying this earlier about like, do people know if their script's good? Do they, you know? I know if your script's good. <laughs> yeah, I am. You don't need to, I mean, like you could feel it, but you know, then you like reach out and you're with, you you're with you're, actual you other people read it and they and yeah. it's, it's, it's the trick it's it's, yeah. it's like if you send some script in and it moves other people and if they want to move off of it well then you know your script is good but if in your head you're going oh I just wrote something really that's amazing well we're but all then, geniuses when we wake up right yes. absolutely you know, <laughs> I believe that and then people yeah. read it and, and nothing happens so I think the same thing happens when people are making art it's, it's like I think they're waiting I think people make stuff and they're waiting for someone to tell them that was the thing that's going to move them as a and 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 they keep striving for that level. Well, as and, and to, also like you, I, you know, know, I mean, look, you, you have to be uncomfortable. I've read this fascinating quote. Let me see if I still have it. This really interesting quote. Yes, go ahead. Um, we're we're live. Fabulous, we're live. fabulous. Hi. Hey. Who said this? It was. Uh, it was okay. Uh, while you're finding this quote, yeah, I have it right you here. You cannot make a short project in the city of Los Angeles, in the county of Los Angeles, for less than twenty. $5,000. You, you, you can't. You cannot. To and, compete and in that, the marketplace again. Yeah, to it, compete. It, it, well, that's well, important to, to say, though. Yes, yes. To put it yeah. well, I think I mean, that's important to say. To I compete mean, in the marketplace. Meaning to, to, on a level. On a level. On, on a level. level. It's about a level. Like, unless, actually putting it out there and it looks really professional. Unless you know how to get the resources that we're talking right, about. Right, of course, yeah. of course. Cause, look, yeah, Because that's the key. Yeah, if, look, if you... if you, if I know how to get resources, if, yeah, trust me. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's the feel, it's the feel. All of us well, I don't know, know how to get resources. All of us are incredibly resourceful in this room. There's there, you know, there's, there's no question. But we're talking about on average, you know, Hillary. Oh, sure. just, just, not just on average, but also all yes. those resources. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I'm not sure what has transpired in your world or your world, but what I do know is... Google me, girl. Google me. I know it's on your world respect. So what I'm saying is that when you, as somebody who has produced like 40 of these, free stuff is great. Resources are fantastic. Um, however, there's always a cost. And I promise you that it's going to be about $25,000. Oh, it is. 
It that is. is. It's like that's no, just no, the no, bottom I mean, line. It is. I think to that, work at this level, if you're working with look, like this kind of production, look, if uh, right, right, look, of course. Well, I, and, that's, I, and that's the whole. I'm thing. with you. Yes, yes I yes. know that. I look. There's a, there's like like I did a couple of films before that were, you know, smaller stuff trying to shoot on a film. This is years ago that didn't work. It doesn't work. And 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 then this thing I did the first time I worked with Hugo on something, and we spent like twenty twenty thousand dollars on on Instagram gram or something like that. It is noticeably different. Of, uh, it's noticeably no different. The crew you can get, the the crew you can get, the the camera work you can get, the post work. You, there's all that stuff that you. The talent who's going to come on the board. Talent, to that. There's just a lot of stuff that you go. Oh, this was going to be X, Y, and Z, and you know, and pe- people respond to it. The of whole course. thing is, it's 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 how other people are going to respond to what they see, you know. And if they look at it, and they can start knocking things. What do you mean, what, people? Which people? If the audience are going to watch ah. your thing, and they're like, "This looks cheap." You know, I mean, I mean, I think you know what? Even like, even with lower production values, right? If the story is there it's and the talent yeah, is there, really good. Yeah. then you're gonna nail it, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. However, even to get so, I, I mean, I can say that I've seen so many documentaries who were made for like five cents and like you know, mm-hmm. blood, sweat, and tears. But once they got into Sundance, they went and spent. Fifty, a hundred thousand right. dollars on posts, right. yes, right, yeah, and sure. music, and sure. and color, yeah. and all of exactly. the things, right. and pickups, and yeah, whatever. Right. So, right, right. to no, to uh, compete, to, and, that, yeah. and that's and that's really the thing, for, right? For sure, because for sure. If, because if you're going to get noticed, you have to compete in the marketplace. Because that, that's mm. I mean, this, the movie that I did with the first thing I did with Hilliard, the cinematographer. He probably spent. I mean, he was telling me because he loved working with me, but at the end of the day, he was telling me how much time he spent on it, and, and I was like, this. Like this alone would have been like fifteen grand, like the color in yes. fifteen grand. Yeah, you know, and it didn't cost us anything. Right. But I was like, that's like another fifteen grand on top of the twenty-two that we had already spent just to produce, right. just yeah. to and shoot. And how many the times thing. are you going to get those resources? Yes, right. Yeah. Yeah. You only use it once. You only, you only yeah. use it once. The next time you want to pay them. Yeah. Right. Next time you want to pay sure. them, and even if look, and even if you paid them something minimal, next time you want to pay them something more. Yeah. I mean, that's that's you know that's yeah. the way that's well, the way it works. Well, well, I mean, I mean that's the thing that people don't necessarily get is that if you get someone for like you know like this friends rate and they love working with you and stuff like that, they're doing that because they see something in the project that and see something in you. That they're like you're gonna go yeah, somewhere. They want to support. Right. And, so and they the, support ne- you. the next time you can't go back and say, "Hey, last time you, you know you, you, I, this, I, this was a G." Mm-hmm. Yeah, but my rate is like a G a day, and you, you know, <laughs> yeah, right. I want like ten Gs this time. Uh, yeah, right. you know, and you're like, you're right. like, what? But you shouldn't play me. No, sure. no, that's not how it you works. Yeah, that's right. Once. So right, right. Exactly, exactly. One time, it's like crowdfunding, yeah. right? Right. Unless you're doing five, ten thousand dollar projects, you can crowdfund once. Once every couple of years, you know what I mean. If you're if yes. you're looking for twenty, thirty thousand yeah. dollars for short form content and more, but you can only do that once. I mean, I wouldn't even dream yeah. of all your favors are gone. Well, all of the people who were mm. going to contribute to your mm-hmm. work have are, contributed right, to your right, work, right, yeah. 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 and exactly. now they might come back. You know, and then that project has to do really well for right. sure, right? No so yes, before you're like putting For your sure. hand out again. Mm-hmm. And I, no, I'm no a doubt. firm believer in patrons of the arts. Yes. Like, I give a of lot course. of money. We all do. It's yeah. like. No doubt. I think that every day. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, had, I had to stop. Chris knows this too. I had to stop two years ago because my accountant's like, Hillary, you know you've given away over $30,000 in the last two or three years? Mm-hmm. $30,000. I'm mm-hmm. like, here's a thousand. Here's a thousand. Right. I was just giving people money for right, these right. projects. I'm yeah. like, no more. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody gets a dime. I might give them $100 here and there. You know, yeah. that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we have a project for you. <laughs> but, I'll send um, you the script. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but anyway, but like so the very positive, but the very positive side, um, you know, and obviously it's like it's all a journey, is that uh, we are now in the process, uh, barking on the process of actually selling the show. Right. So it's very very exciting. Well, we've, before we've, you even finish it, or anything. Before we even shoot it. it, it That's before, what I love before, about before, y'all. Before, y'all in the Before we we before we even Roberta shoot said, it. Do you uh, know me? Did you Google me? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know my? Hey. CV because if yes, you don't yes, yes. <laughs> I can forward to you to you later right right exactly um, so yeah. uh, so look I mean the objective was always to sell the show yes. always to sell the show always to sell the show um, and uh, yeah so so uh, literally just brought on um, like a really big showrunner in nice. town um, I'm not gonna okay. name the showrunner at this moment what is name um, uh, I'll, I'll, I go, what her name is? I'll tell you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll tell you in a few. But a really big showrunner who is nice. absolutely perfect for yeah. this. Uh, yes, thank you. For this particular show. Right. So, um, so right now we are, uh, we're going we're gonna to get together to prepare the, the pitch. Nice. And uh, mm. and meetings are being set. How about nice, that? Nice. Yeah. I so, it. yeah. I mean, look, whether, you know, what, look, whether we sell the show before we end up shooting. Um, you know, or or not, it's it's a win all the way around because then what we shoot then becomes a proof of concept, For sure. right? For sure. So it's it's just a win all the way around. And if we sell it beforehand, then that changes that just changes the game, right. completely changes the game. Right. Because because you know one of my objectives, you know, with this and and this was something that Roberta loved when I first told her about the idea is that we have an opportunity here to create a new model right. in the business for independent storytellers. Mm-hmm. So selling the show proves the model, right? Because right. that, that, that's our objective. It's part, it's part of proving the model. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There, there are a lot of other, um, you know, like wonderful checkpoints in terms of like, yes, that worked, that worked, that worked. Mm-hmm. But, but the ultimate is selling the show um, mm-hmm. and, and getting to bring these storytellers along with us. And that's, that's the objective. That's mm-hmm. the big objective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, I think part of the, <clears throat> the difference between having directors, you know, doing a director's workshop versus a writer's workshop, yeah. is that directors are just different. Mm-hmm. Um, just a Y'all different crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, oh, I, I believe that knowing, you know, all of the things that I've learned and that's learned what we learned this last few months mm-hmm. is that offering people the opportunity to shoot an episode, mm-hmm. be part of the series, Especially if we were able to sell it, right. which I'm sure, you know, like I have no doubt that that's going to happen. I know, it's I know, I know how she thinks for mm-hmm. sure. She's always thinking big, so always. Mm-hmm. And I know you think big, so mm-hmm. y'all wonder twin powers activate <laughs> and shit. Wonder twin powers activate. You gotta choose your forms. <laughs> exactly. You just can't just, you just can't form of. Yeah. You gotta. Yeah. You, but you, you know how this works. <laughs> form <laughs> of. I, yeah. I'm in the form of a empire leader. Okay, what you gonna be? You gotta be something with liquid in it, bitch. Liquid. Liquid? Because <laughs> she turned into a solid, you gotta turn into a liquid. Oh, oh my goodness. You remember well, that show. Girl, yeah. it's, a, it's an Please animal in the, in, in the liquid is what it was. Well, it's, it's, it was a form, it's is form, all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like eagle, exactly. you know, and like waterfall. Or, right. Well, I was thinking, well, but, you know, she said empire. Right. So, then, so then, you know, in terms of the liquid, then I was thinking, okay, so what's an, was an empire that then there was like a liquid, so that made me like think of actually like, 
like Africa, like some incredible African empire, and then like mm. this waterfall going through it. That's nice. what that's what came to mind. I like it. Lake nice. Victoria Falls, that kind of thing. Is that what it's <laughs> called? Lake Victoria. Is that what it's called? No, no, no. no idea. It's Sunday. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I drank a lot last night. <laughs> Again, <laughs> this one right here, y'all. Let me tell you. Every every Saturday night. Every Saturday. I'm not asking you people for. I know these things. She's still at the catch, ain't she? I see you. <laughs> but I do believe, you know, like that part of what you know, part of like moving forward, mm-hmm. giving people, so, you know, and I've been talking about, so what's the premise, you know? So the story, I mean, could be the same confessions, you know? Right. Anthology series. Yeah. Um, anthology series, mm-hmm. or it could be another anthology series with a whole different platform, mm-hmm. um, like storyline. And, but what's gonna remain the same is that, is the, the, the process, right? right? Yeah. So yes. 10 people, maybe 12, maybe eight, um, depending on who you know, who makes the, makes it in, mm-hmm. that it's still going to be the same. That we're still going to be Janie's weekly. You know, it's going to be more like a collective without the socialism, mm. <laughs> right? So it's a collective without of people. the socialism. What do you mean by that? Well, in the sense that, like, I think that part of what scares people about collectives is that they're going to give more than the other person's going to give or if finances are ever involved in it. But what I'm talking about and what we're definitely always talking about is this creative collective, Mm -hmm. right? That I want you to win as much as I want myself to win. Right. Totally. I want Yvette to win as much as I want Roberta to win. See, this, so that, that, see, that's the see, collective see, part of it. And I think that that's what we miss in Los Angeles. Because if we were anywhere else, if we were in like Wichita, Kansas, <laughs> you know what I mean? And there's a filmmaker collective right, there, sure. they are like nailing it for each mm-hmm. other. Well, yeah. right, right, right. And here I think there's a little bit more, there's, you there's know, so, there's, nonsense. There's, there's too much money floating around. Uh, and too much greed. You know, I talk about this all the time. You know, there can I, never be too much money floating around. <laughs> yes, yeah, there, yeah. There can never be never. too much money. greed. Yeah, yeah, yes, you. unfortunately, well, there why. is there's too much greed too, floating There's too around. much money floating around, so people are like, you know what? I, and the, 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 okay, people think the pie is finite. Mm-hmm. You know, so they go, oh shit, there's all this fucking people with these cars and fucking blah and the houses and blah, blah blah. You know, what? I think of that before you can. Who thinks that? Oh, well, that's well, th- this that's mindset. why there's no collective in this town. That's why that's what I that don't know. Around. I don't know. I've met too many people I, I, like that. I, 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 at the tender people. age of fifty-three, <laughs> and and I don't know. Nine, she, she a vampire, right. y'all. She a vampire. <laughs> so, 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 so I, I say this because I talk about. Uh, I don't know, I've talked to my brother about this a lot of times. You mean like compare and despair, right? So yeah, people are like people looking at. Uh, well, so well, it's 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 the half is you know the, the glass is half full, the glass is half empty. Like so, you know, some people will always this woman right see here, always half full. Oh, oh me, okay. I go back and forth. <laughs> Everything is always full for me. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the pie is infinite for me. Yes, yes, yes. No, but see, okay, so it's interesting you bring this up about. Um, we talked earlier about the blockbuster film, right? Yes. How that's the birth of the cinema. So, because the thing I talked about people modern a lot, the, modern, modern the thing about, I talk about a lot with people is that, you know, um, part of what I loved about the early 20th century art movements in Europe is there were these collectives. So you have like these groups like the Blue Riders yes, all yes, yes. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I was like, I was like, did that exist in cinema? Is it, this, and, it and I said, yeah, it did exist in like these guys in Europe and being like 70s, that. Yeah. You know, but these guys everyone talks about like mm-hmm. Spielberg, you know, like I say there was a, there's a, if you, there's a copy, there's a company that Steven Spielberg, I'm sorry, no, that Francis Coppola put together called the Director's Company. Mm-hmm. And it was Coppola, uh, Peter Bogdanovich and like um, and William Friedkin, mm-hmm. all the, men. 
at the time. Oh, wait. So, Keep it so, real. So, yeah. So, so, and so what Tell happened, but, 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 but what happened is, <laughs> as soon as, as, um, as soon as Coppola had the success from Godfather, mm-hmm. the other guys didn't want to work with him anymore. Why? Because they felt it like ego. Ego. it was ego and blah blah blah. There's mm. all this kind of stuff, and he's out here and want to do this kind of stuff. Right. You know, it was just it, it's just like this mess. And I was and I kind of realized that those mm. guys who like who did you know. But why does it have to be seen as a mess? Why can it not just be seen as an like a the an evolution of the group, right? So somebody par- you know branches off because they move on to a mm-hmm. different budget. They move on to different. City, they move on to a different world. It should be that, right? And then maybe you bring another two people into the fold, mm-hmm. and everybody continues. <laughs> it should be that, but it's not. That's what, but it wasn't right. for them. But I think that it can yeah, yeah, yeah. be. Well, 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 well now but, it should okay, be. Like now no, it but, can but, be. Yeah. But, but, but this is the whole thing. But this is really this is and, and especially for us, the underrepresented you know groups. Um, when someone has the success, they have to bring the others along with yeah. them as many as they can yeah. that's the only thing that's going to work for us you guys mm-hmm. i mean and and for me and and, right. and and for me Absolutely. it's it's literally right who gets to make the it's, it's the people that are in power that get to make the decisions on everything and hire who they want right. so we ourselves have to get into those positions where we can hire we can green light we can make the projects that we want we can tell the stories that we want mm-hmm. and we have to bring others along with us it's the only thing so anyway. that's going to work for us yeah. so so why that model that he talked about that didn't you know like once Coppola left whether whether the group then didn't want him you know back we don't know what the story is or Coppola was like you know sorry guys I'm on another level now um you know for us it's about okay you know great like our coppola it's like okay how many can you bring with you right Right. and then out of and out of those like how many then how can they branch off on their own and how many can can those branches then bring with them that's Mm -hmm. those are the models that we have to look at you guys that's what is available to us no no so so, okay that's that's the point i was was trying to get to is 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 that is that that Coppola left that the director's company and 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 he did bring everyone because when he formed American Zoetrope, uh, George Lucas was part of that, uh-huh. and so it was like and and the rest of those guys who who like and they moved to San Francisco and did that and those guys all supported each other but there's those other two filmmakers who didn't and their careers kind of cratered after that uh-huh. you know if you kind of, if you kind of look at so it's just the argument for this model which I think is what I'm you're yeah is, is what I'm saying yeah. is 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 that it's successful but you don't see it a lot in this town. For to me, I think it's because of greed. I mean, the, the, like the last time I saw, I think it's not about greed. No, no, I disagree. It's about fear, right? And the divide and divide okay. and conquer. I run with you on fear. Is, is all about fear. Okay. So there's not enough. Mm-hmm. There, right. I'm not right. good yeah. enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if you're good enough, then I have to like either knock you off the good enough so that I can be good enough. But to be collectively good enough. Is you know it's a very scary endeavor. Yeah, I would add one more. I would add one more thing to that, um, and and definitely fear is a big part of it. But um, you know, and look, we we've all you know seen this, and I've seen this time and time again, where you know you have a group, and then someone actually from that group, they you know they go off and they find success, mm-hmm. and then there were just other people in the group because now they feel less than, right? Like, oh wow, like that person was able to do it and mm-hmm. I was not, and I feel less than, they start, you know, 
talking shit. They, oh, you know, yeah. they talk. They start talking shit about this person mm-hmm. um, because it's it's really about how they Roberta. are feeling about themselves, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Who do I talk right? shit about? Yeah. Oh well, I mean the mics are off, but <laughs> yeah, right, 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 exactly. So, so I talk shit to so your that's face. also that's a big part of it. That's a huge part of it. That's a huge part of it. Part of it. That's a huge part of it. So now, now it's like when when I'm in the sphere of that person that found success for my group. Now I feel less than, and you know what? Now I don't want to be part of. I, I don't want to be in that person's sphere. Mm. I see that all the time, you guys. Yes. Yeah, I think that there's a. No, that's <laughs> that's, that's, that's exactly right. I mean, it's I'm not saying right but I'm, I'm a lot of my friends. It's a big thing for sure. Who we all came up with. I mm-hmm. think like in the so like 2000 ish right mm-hmm. the last 20 years yeah. right. I also do want to add that she's Canadian alright so, right, 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 right. <laughs> so you guys Coast. love everybody <laughs> <laughs> I'm like an anti-Canadian yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I will say this is that as we like oh, I have different levels some of my friends mm-hmm. left the business some of them are doing really well some mm-hmm. of them are doing like multi hundred million dollar well okay where my ten percent? You know, I, I believe that people work really hard mm. in the creative world, and when you're bringing people along, there's another you know thing where I have brought you know people along based on an emotional um, drive to right. be supporting black women, right. to be supporting black men, right. queers, mm-hmm. and that doesn't always work queers. in your favor. It doesn't. Yeah. Spears and oh, queers. queers. <laughs> the gays. I call them the gays. No, you're, you're right. You're, I mean, look. <clears throat> it doesn't always work out in your favor. It doesn't and always I feel work. Like, no. But so now I have Mark, right? So like every time that I do some big project, mm-hmm. and Mark and I worked together on Girls Weekend, which was mm-hmm. in the episodic section at Sundance. Mm-hmm. Mark, I see Mark and I'm like, there's a rock star. Right. There's somebody who I want to take along and make sure that he succeeds. Mm-hmm. So he's a producer in his own right, mm-hmm. uh, but he's an amazing line producer. Right. And even in the last job, so Mark also, I will say, it's about the other person, right? So yeah. I can say and do all the things that I can say and do, mm-hmm. but then you have to take, you have to like not take things personally. You have to be willing to like all of the things that yeah. you have to do to get to the next level. Sure. But I was up for this gig um, just recently with a with a studio, mm-hmm. and they said, you know, and they said you can bring along your PC. Okay. So of course, I'm on the phone with Mark. I'm like, do you care if you get a PC credit? He's like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Right. So you know, like that kind of right. thing because that's, Mark that's knows e- that's letting your ego go. Going from no, line producer right. to production coordinator. Yeah, 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 Going from right, producer right, right. to line yeah. producer yeah. to PC to yeah. production yes. coordinator. Yeah. yeah. And he, but he knows that he's not a production coordinator at the studio. He's right. a production coordinator with on Robert paper. Monroe. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Just something else. That's right. Something exactly. 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 Different story, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, no. Look, and and it takes, um, you know, again, someone with no ego, knowing exactly what the scenario is, what the opportunity is, mm. to be gung ho, right? Like, give you a billion percent, which I'm sure he brought it, right? And that's mm-hmm. and that's again, it's what we need, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's knowing the end game. I think everybody needs to be clear about what the end game is, yeah. right? So with our lab, mm-hmm. the end game always was. To sell this show right. and bring others along, <laughs> bring others along with us, and do and I do ten episodes like every quarter, every like six months. Totally, uh, yeah, uh, right. absolutely. Yeah. And then That's you know, totally so so, so you know, pro- sure. pro- prove the model. Mm-hmm. Prove the model and continue going. Like mm-hmm. that's the game that we're up right. to. And Especially that's, knowing that's you guys are going to shoot it at the at the studio, you know, where you guys can be contained within that place. It's like 
20 sets yeah. there. No, it's... All it's, you need is a week to do all the stuff you need to all do. All you need is a story yeah. Yeah. and the ability... I meant to do the yeah. 10. Right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the, what we that's initially the, the talked plan. about. Yeah. Right? That was the whole... Yeah, shoot, that's the whole two plan. productions shooting at the same time. Right. Yeah. No, you know what? Like... Block sheet some of it. You know, like... Gotta block. Yes. Yeah, block. for sure. I mean, the, the time I came in, you guys had the, the schedule scheduling down. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> yeah, Mark and yeah, Sherry. Sherry, I mean, I was like, that's really... You know, it was it was it, it was so smart for like like how do we maximize every moment, yeah. everything, like the, every dollar, it, it totally, like we it, do this because because that, because that's like that's where the socialism comes into play, Col- yeah, like effective, effectively mm-hmm. because you know you want to be able to like you people will get killed trying to do these things, but like I mean like there's a certain there's, I don't say a slush fund, but there's a certain amount of like. Um, I don't, like like there's there's savings that 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 you get from doing it that way. Totally. That's what every that was, was how that was how was, everybody was, was going to be able to do, do their do, episode like, for like seventeen twenty two thousand dollars because it's going to be you know amortized across ten people. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. right? Absolutely. The location yeah. fees, the permit fees, mm-hmm. the camera equipment, the all casting, of that, everybody. all of it, everything mm-hmm. like and food, yeah, like yeah, everything. All and, of that and then you're walking. So it's all, all inclusive in that one. Well, it could have. Well, if everyone was was you know was participating, I mean you know because obviously. There's some people that it's like they have the ten thousand dollar mentality. That's the way that they've always done it, and that's you know the way the way that they're you know going to continue. Um, but I mean, we're we're we are going to be going into production at the end of this month, beginning you know the end of this month with. Uh, we're we're going to walk away with some killer killer nice. episodes. They're amazing, all great. Yeah, exactly. They're all great. Ama- amazing episodes, <laughs> and this is like you know again like you know the beauty of what you know what what we're doing and what we're up to is that yeah you know you might you might come in and uh, again once it's amortized over all of the the, the productions and let's just say that we have 10 um you know maybe maybe you're out of pocket you know expenses or you know like m- maybe it's 20k but you're walking away with an episode that's $50,000 that looks like 50,000 a $50,000 production which is yeah i mean mm-hmm. and that is definitely my skill set like to take the $30,000 and make it look like 80 Right. That's what I do, I tell you. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, key. that's the that's key. key. But you yeah. can't start at 10 and make no. it look like 30. You want no. you got to start at like 25, 30 and make it look like 80. Yeah. And I think well, that that's... Yeah, there's a, yeah, there's a, thirst, there's a there threshold is, that's, yeah. that you got to cross. You, I mean, I wrote How Not to Make a Short Film. Well, I wrote it in over 2007, 2008. It was published in 2009. If you look in the budget section and the financial section of that book, I say... You can't make a short for less than twenty thousand. You did say that, right? right? And that was right. like yeah. ten years. How old? How, a long time ago. Long time ago. Ten years ago. Right? Over, over ten years. Yeah. Ago. yeah. Well, and yeah. that was when even that was before drones. That right. was before everything. Yes. Right. It's like that's well, yeah, because him. I I think that people. <laughs> yeah. So people, it's not like people are on this weird kick that, um, you know, the tool the tools of production are very cheap. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the camera. No, they're not. It's like three grand to have a good camera and set lenses. Yeah, it's but, not wait, cheap. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Oh. But but if I ask you to go get Panavis and stuff, that's when it becomes expensive. People look at it like we're well, shit. But know. even if we were on Gigster, you're still looking at if you want to no, rent no, something but, for but, three, but, four but, days. Hold on, let me let me finish. What I'm saying I pick it, up and drop off, and you're going to shoot for two. No, the, mm. the, 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 I see. To me, the thing is, I look at it as like. You're not paying a lot of money for the camera. You're not doing that. You can find those. You can find deals and stuff like that. You can find all that kind of stuff. The thing that you're really paying for is that, you know, what's the crew that you have? Yeah, the operators. Because the people who are part of your team to make the movie 
is going to determine how good the piece that you have. Mm-hmm. The production designer, the first the first AD, if that person's not fucking <clears> awesome, <throat> you're screwed. I have been There's, on both kinds of sets yeah, where it's like, yeah, where yeah. I had to become the first AD because right. it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a problem. And the thing is, it's, yes. it's, 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 when you don't make your day. You don't make, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you don't make your day, then you're screwed. So that, you don't make your day, I'm going to like, pow, pow. So <laughs> that's why you want the money. To pay for the person that you know is right. going to make the day, right? Right, exactly. You know? That's, yeah. I mean, yeah, totally. I mean, you know, because I, I mean, you know, I mean, like a three thousand dollars for a camera. Yes, you can do that, you know. But you turn it around. If I, if I, I mean, if you're going to shoot, you know, and go get like a, you know, like like the Panavision glass, that's and the lenses. The, those cameras are going to cost you way more than that for a single day. Yeah, wait for sure. You know? And with those lenses, yeah. But I'm but, talking about shooting. Like if you shoot, if you do a one day rental for the weekend, right? Yeah. So yeah. you do a one day rental for, for the weekend. You pick it up on Friday, yeah. drop it off on. Monday. Yeah. You have two days to shoot with it. It's about three thousand I mean, I'm happy like for, for people to prove me wrong, but I have done this a lot with Gigster, with Panavision, mm-hmm. with every it's like it's about three thousand dollars. <laughs> you know I mean? like, I've seen it at the end of the day. At the end of the day, yeah. because the camera's like maybe seven fifty. You get it on Gigster. The lenses where you then you get the lenses that are another seven fifty. And then because it's this kind of camera, we need this kind of jib arm. We need this kind. It's just like it ends. It just keeps going. He just keeps going. Yeah. No, I'm saying like yeah, it's yeah. That's probably the floor is three thousand. I'm not saying you get it for less than three thousand. Like like like. Oh, I thought you were saying no, 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 no. No, no. The thing I'm saying is is that ten years ago, before the digital stuff really hit hard people were thinking oh so you gotta spend a lot of money to make something but now it doesn't matter that the, the stuff is cheap like if I was gonna shoot on my iPhone to shoot on an iPhone effectively effectively like, if, yeah, you effectively, have to like get lenses you, you get all yeah. this stuff I hate when people bring up Tangerine I'm like yeah, yeah. no 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 okay, no, but no, here's no, the thing no, about no. Tangerine which is yeah. what I will say like openly is mm-hmm. that I've heard you them are, talk. They you are not kind Sean. Of you are not that. You are yeah. not that filmmaker. Exactly. No. You are not telling that story. Right. right. He exactly. didn't just pick up the phone. He had lenses. He had mics. He had all kinds oh, of yeah. things. Yeah. Exactly. It was not the same. And and, yeah, and yeah. also he was, was like the first, first to too. do it. Mm-hmm. He was the first to do it. Right. So no matter what, like that film was going to get seen no matter what right. because yeah. he was the first to do it. And obviously he got into Sundance. Sure. But um, you know, so it's like you you know, like so the opportunity. So what do you learn from that, right? Like if we're going to have the tangerine conversation, then be the first at something else mm-hmm. right be the first one to rethink it rethink it and do it and put it out there because mm-hmm. I mean I, well I mean there's two things I think one is that it's really it's um, it's encouraged I believe in Los Angeles to, to to present like you know more than you know yes mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Uh, so that you can fit in and I honestly will seek out the filmmaker or producer or whoever, content creator, who knows the least and is willing to say that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because that's what I want to talk to. I want to talk sure. about what your, what's your vision? How do you want to, you know, I don't want to talk to the person who thinks they fucking know everything. It's like, well, if you knew everything, right. why are you sitting here yeah, like, yeah, yeah. with and this free absolute drink right. talking right, right, right. to me? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, but secondarily, I think that like things like three grand for the camera thing, and lenses, boom, Yvette got a free Alexa Mini and mm-hmm. a set of lenses. lenses. I don't remember the lens. Um, yeah, yeah. Kind. And, but like, so that to start with, then right. free lighting from Roscoe. Right. Then, you know, I mean, I charge like 10 grand minimum to produce a short and you're getting Roberta Monroe for like, mm-hmm. like a, what a fifth of that mm-hmm. like all of these things that are brought on bring mark on to, you know for 350 a day mm-hmm. he's like 
No, you it's get a, this like it, it, you no, get this opportunity. It's to a come steal. In. It's a steal. Well, just, let me but, piggyback let me say, off of that. Just, yeah. But these guys like Mark, who like see, Mark is giving you a deal, but he's really like worth way more than that. Mm-hmm. So, so it's so it's it's kind of like that's where <clears> the. <throat> the mistake of people think well you know what I'll spend ten thousand dollars and do my short but the person that you're gonna get for that 350 who's worth 350 whereas right. Mark whereas Mark is not worth 350 exactly. 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 Yeah. you know willing to do it for that there's that yeah. difference for you. but it's, but for it's you. her favor it's her favor yes. yeah. that's it's where her, her favor. it's your favor it's that he's favor. doing for you correct right. it's like that, with Matt LaSalle we right. got yes. Matt LaSalle for one like of, a fraction one of the things I was gonna say is is when I'm talking to young filmmakers about or any filmmakers about making the projects and they talk about like, well, how can I afford to get this and how can I afford to get that? <clears throat> and I say, well, one of the things that always works for me, and you've seen me do this many times, is I usually am brought on a project when everything's going wrong. Me right? too. I'm, I'm a fixer. I'm Are a you a fixer? fixer? I'm, I'm a, fi- a fixer. Am I a fixer? I fix shit. Because that shit was going bad. Dude. Bad. I fix shit. And so... Yeah, we got to move these snacks, though. Well, like, move I, them, girl. <laughs> <laughs> little Miss, little I, miss I can't anymore. control myself. I cannot myself. control myself. I can't <laughs> I admit it. I am an addict. You see my cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get you off of them, damn Yeah, we, we, are. we are. We are. I'm with you on that. But so, so, so I always tell young writers this, or filmmakers this. So, for example, here's a perfect example. So I'm brought onto a project, right? Mm. They were a week from shooting. They lost a producer. I look at the budget, and I'm like, shit. How... How are you guys going to shoot this fucking complicated project yeah. for $40,000? You're like looking, you're like, I'm sorry, what? What's happening? It's here? not going to work. <laughs> so where do I look? Where the most dis- expensive department usually is, which is the camera department. Which is the camera department. So I go into the camera department and go, oh, so they brought in this DP who did that one movie over there, and they're giving them 2500 bucks a day. What? Who decided that? Right, exactly. So what I do. I say, hey, send me his reel. I look at the reel. And they already have a signed deal, Mama, though? Hold on. Whoops. I look at the reel. <laughs> yes. This is how slick I've been over the years. Yes. I look at you the sure reel. You want to give away your secrets? No, I don't mind. I don't mind. Um, sharing. Sharing I don't mind at sharing. all. Because it's about execution, though. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, for sure. Like I always, always. say, I tell you people how to write their scripts, but yes. they won't be able to execute the way I'm going to do true. it. It's true. So anyway, so... so I'll, I'll, I'll look at the their reel and I do this with actors or whatever I look at the reel and I go oh okay so there's this really cool scene that Chris wrote that is not on his reel he or she doesn't have that moment on the reel yet uh-huh. that's what's missing uh-huh. So when I get on the phone with them and I introduce myself as a new guy uh-huh. and why we now have to pay him a thousand instead as opposed to twenty five hundred yes uh-huh. I go let me explain how you can help me yeah. Right, and I'm resetting this yes. thing in their brain, right. so that they're not on set going, well, they're not even paying me my right. No, fee. You don't want that either. Instead, yeah, they're going, exactly. oh shit! So now I get to really play in this scene. I'm like, yeah, now this is your chance to really sell that scene, so you get this moment of that car chase that you don't have in your, you know, whatever uh-huh. the fuck it is. Uh-huh. And I, t- I convince them to go, oh shit, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, I'll do it for that uh-huh. every time. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. and it's yeah. the first yeah. thing that I do when I'm brought on to fix. I go, how much money are we paying that person? And I get them down, whether it's $100 or $500, and people go, oh, he already saved me some money. Mm-hmm. And then I go, okay, now what's the next department? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Let me I, see the real. You know, yeah. it's funny, I, I, I tell you, I, mean, I remember we were doing this thing, we, and we were trying to shoot up under a roof. Remember we were trying to right. shoot up under a roof, and right. the guy was wanting so much money, he was like, he was wanting like $1,000 for like three hours. Mm-hmm. I was like, "That's a lot of fucking money, dude." It really, it really um, is. And and I, and we were like, "I don't know. I mean, this would be great, but I don't know how we're gonna do it." You know, I don't know because we didn't. This is already like we didn't have enough money because 
other shit. Um, and then like you know, and then like, I can't remember what you said, but you just you made this offer to this guy, and he was like, "I will do that," and we'll throw <laughs> some lights too. And I was like, "Don't, no, oh yeah." yeah. By well, the end of it, you get people. Yeah. I mean, because I think yeah, that everybody just, wants to participate. They well, just want to feel like you exactly. Exactly. Well, exactly. Well, well, yeah. Well, this is and this and this is the thing. Like, what I love. Um, I mean, look, I what I I love what you're saying. Period. But it's also such a great way to actually see who is invested in the project. Correct. Right. Because if you have someone who is really fighting you for the money, right. you know what? They're not doing this for the right I reasons, totally agree. and you don't want that totally person agree. on your team, totally especially agree. if it's a lower budget. No. Totally it, on a lower I, budget, I people really need to be ish around. It's, I think it depends yeah. on how much. Because I've seen people, you know, try to like. If your day rate is a thousand, and I'm coming to you mm-hmm. and saying, "Will you do it for five? Mm-hmm. And here's what I'll do for you. I mean, usually I'll be like, "I'll read your scripts. I'll like, I'll do like whatever, right, right, right. like all the free things that I can give right. you if you can give me this." I believe that sometimes people fight for their rate. For, for like a number of really good reasons. They have kids. Sure. They sure, have sure, bills. Sure. <clears throat> they can't do a free, you know, they can't yeah, do the $500 sure. mm-hmm. right, this right. time. I've had people say to me, Roberta, to, the sure. next one, but I got to make my right. Yeah, yeah. No, sure. no, look, and that's yeah. absolutely legitimate. Absolutely yeah. legitimate. But I'm just saying like, sometimes it's yes. not being a dick. No, 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 for sure, for sure. No, and I'm not, and I'm not saying at all, but, and we all tend to work with the same crews a lot too. Yes. So I also let them know we got this next thing coming totally, up. Totally, We're gonna, totally. That one's going to yes. be more. Yeah. If this yeah. works out, you're the guy. You're the girl. That's Whatever. why I have yes. people yes. like Mark. Sure. I work yes. with people and and totally. other GPs. Sure. I'm like. Listen, we're gonna make five today. Next time we're making twelve. Yeah, exactly. and then no, we're going for, back exactly. to seven fifty, exactly. and then we're gonna be up to two. <laughs> for sure, and, that, and that's what happens, right? Yeah. When when like we have our peeps, right? And like we could be, that's how you make it work. That's how you yeah. look out for each other. You have each other's back, you know, yeah. etc. Mm-hmm. But my comment, um, the point that I'm trying to make specifically with this particular conversation, um, if someone is, uh, it's it depends on their reaction. Correct to this conversation that Hilliard is coming. It's like, look, you know, um, I looked at your reel. You're missing this, this, and that. Chris wrote this incredible scene that Mm -hmm. actually would, you know, fill that for you. And I would love to give you the freedom to go and shoot that exactly the way that you would love to shoot that so that you can have it in your reel. Um, But we have to work on, you know, on your price. So to me, what would be telling is depending on the reaction of that DP mm-hmm. in terms of that conversation will tell me if they're emotionally I know how you're going to I know how you're going to behave on set. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. And and if they're really um And I have had to go invested. to somewhere else. Yeah, yes, exactly, exactly. So it's a very telling yeah. conversation on many right. levels, not only just to get the budget down, but like for me, I am all about, you know, commitment. I am all about commitment. Like if I know if someone is doing like I need to know why you like why you're doing it and, it's and, a negotiation. You're doing it for, and you're doing it for the right reasons mm-hmm. like if you're if you are supporting my project um and i and i like know that and and you're in like no matter what the fuck happens those are the people that i want one on my team and right. you know what like i'm gonna be that for you mm-hmm. so for me i'm always having those conversations i think that's the most important part especially like we, we were talking earlier roberta mm-hmm. pitching and everything it's like we're selling vision right so mm-hmm. even even when you're with your script and, and putting your team together mm-hmm. you're selling vision right. and it's totally. about people getting that vision and being invested in that vision and it's not about the money, right? Yeah. It, it's a different kind of investment, so that they're going to bring it every single day, this, and, and and deal with the problem. You deal with the problems in a different way, depending on your level of investment. What do you well, say, Chris? Okay, so mm-hmm. see, there's this book I read a long time ago. It's called "It's on Negotiation Tactics," and it's called "Starts with No." 
and part of what it is is like you gotta you have to figure out these things beyond like like those those conversations are what will tell you everything about every con- about any negotiation because you he, he always says you, like you have to find like the pain point with someone and the pain point is not necessarily like a it's not necessarily like a bad thing it's like you said it's like okay be it's it'd be, hey you know what I have kids mm-hmm. right I mean right. Just, I mean there's, there's a whole story about what's the, what's the guy's name the guy uh, uh Paul Batani Paul Bettany who played played mm-hmm. played Vision in the thing you know okay, right, right. like like if you look at his career he he was not doing no marvel movies blah 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 <laughs> but then he had to deal with the the cost of paying for private school in mm-hmm. la he was like well, we're, well you know what i need one of those right now right you know because i need to get all this handled mm-hmm. um so so you so you, i mean like that's the thing you would and part of that and, and and in that discussion so you're not talking about the money right is, is when you find out if the people <clears throat> are going to be down for you, totally. like 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 right. beyond this. Because well, that's the like when people do stuff. That's the thing I say when people do stuff for money. Mm-hmm. There's like they may fuck it up in ways that to an extent are but subconscious I, for I, them. I'm going to piggyback off what Roberta was saying. I actually totally agree with you, in, in the sense that just think about it like this: we all get to a point where last year. We were willing to do this, uh-huh, right? And so, and now we're at a place where we're, we're only taking a thousand dollars a day, right? I mean, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so sometimes you run into yeah, that person sure, who's like, "Dude, sure. last year I was doing that. Now I'm at yeah. a point where." So I understand and exactly also, what you're talking well, yeah. about. You know, I think, and sure. I understand I think that as well. Also agree right. that sometimes, like in those times where you're like, "Well, okay, let me like right. lower my rate and do something," right. and it all falls to uh-huh. garbage, right? Yeah. And it's like costs you more money, mm-hmm. costs you personally more money to participate right. than you're getting paid. Right. And I think that, I mean, that's like the balance that we have to do as totally. freelancers, mm-hmm. as people who are, you know, if you're if you're out there in the world, you know, I I know that there are some just really genius people in this city. Mm-hmm. And I was, at, I was at this event yesterday um, <clears throat> uh, and talking to a young filmmaker who just got here from Chicago. And she worked her butt off and she got herself in the mailroom program at CAA. Mm-hmm. And you can just tell that she's like gonna be running CAA at some point. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, or, you know, like she, like I could just it, it tell. It would be great that, to see a person of color running yeah, CAA. And she's okay. just, like, just like the way that she looked in my eye, the word, you know, the like everything that was happening, that she's gonna go from the mailroom to like, you know, like Ava level yes. of, you know, empire building. However, one of the things that I said to her was, Remember this, you're gonna meet a lot of people in this city, and there's going to be, and they're gonna seem like um, part of your tribe. They're gonna remind you of an old friend back in Chicago, Mm -hmm. they're gonna remind you of your favorite person from high school, they're gonna remind you, and what you're gonna realize is that this actually isn't the same person, (laughs) and that it's not a good fit for you. But you, but I think that we, and particularly in LA, I mm-hmm. find here, much more so than New York. Mm-hmm. I lived in New York before I came oh, for, here. Right. No, New York is That's like, why I was saying, no. yeah, I York, called you New York because yes. you act a very New York yeah. still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. No. Well, like, we know you yeah. act New oh, York. Oh, <laughs> don't let her, absolutely. Don't no, let her reeking come and, out and, on and, her. No, exactly. And I always say like, you know, bring bring the New York each and every time. Like, I want to know. I don't want to guess. And I don't want this like, you know, amorphic kind of, I think that's what she said or right. I think that's what she's thinking no. or I think that's what she's feeling that I don't want LA any bullshit. of that just right. give it to me the way it is each and every time even if it's like something that I don't want to hear right. I don't care mm-hmm. give it to me like mm-hmm. bring that I, yeah, each remember, and every day when I first moved here they said the feedback from this department that I, I had to go in and sort of like <laughs> clean up um 
they the first thing that they said was she swears a lot <laughs> <laughs> and and so my my then boss came to me is like you know they think that you like you swear a lot and which makes you seem really aggressive and angry uh, I'm like, i don't give a fuck what they think about <laughs> oh, right, right. of course I'm oh did i swear I'm, i have to swear you fuck are you talking about no, no, that, that, do okay, your job don't a, worry about how much i swear but that's right. the thing about that's the thing about <laughs> la that i hate about is that, is that people feelings uh, feelings. Like, I deal with facts. Everybody you know in the feelings. People <laughs> want it so. People people want it so tranquil out here. And, and I'm saying to myself, at what cost? Yeah. And, and, and to mm. me, I'm like motherfucker. There's too much money on the line for me to be tranquil. <laughs> I need to let you know something right now. Right. And you should tell me. I mean, I, I used to tell me something I didn't want to hear. There's almost if, if you know, like if, if we're making a project, there's almost nothing I don't want to hear. You know, right. don't right. You, yeah, don't sure. shield me from that shit because. Agreed. You know, I need to make a decision about something else. Totally, totally, you know? totally Like totally, that yeah. motherfucker TA. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that motherfucker TA. This guy, this this quote unquote gaffer. Um, he just. I like, didn't hire him. I, mean, I, I, I came in. Came on. He was already he on. Yeah, but you know what? You didn't fire him, and that no, I love it. We couldn't. We couldn't. We couldn't. He'll get to it. We couldn't. Everybody can get fired. Let me explain to you why. Because you had lost the location. It was his no. location, his location, and all this kind of shit, you know. And, he, and we was, that was the favorite. It was all this bullshit. Yeah. This and motherfucker grabbed him, put him in the bathroom, oh, and locked the door. Was, see, the, the thing is that he did this thing where he was lying about what resources he had. Right. Oh. It's a studio, like Whoa. you guys have your studio. And I said to myself, studio. They have it's a ghetto a studio. I, I, but, it's but a I was studio. like, I, I was like, there's mm. no point to lie and tell me like like this. It was okay. He said he had a follow focus for the second camera, and he didn't. He didn't. Oh. And okay. then when we get there, I'm like, "Why did you say you told us you did? We just would have got right. another one, right? What exactly. the what the fuck was that all about?" So mm-hmm. we're sitting there having these these young kids who had never manually focused the lens <laughs> have to learn to manual focus the lens. I was like, "God <laughs> damn, damn. Yeah. y'all got to learn sometime." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, just yeah definitely. But, like, I, but I will say I that I was like, "Why'd you lie? Why'd you just tell me?" He's mm. like, ah, ah, ah. So I was like, "I think that that's because back to what I was saying. I think that there's a there's a push to be." something you're not yeah right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. right exactly. something you're not yet yeah. and i promise you that having the courage to just say where you are in the I'll moment i'll tell you something i don't know in a minute yeah yeah me right. a minute. i always totally. say I will, yeah. I will always say i have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> right, right, like right. zero but i'll find yeah. out for you though yeah. look yeah, yeah. yeah. or yeah. but if you're bringing information right. to me and i and i will never lie and say mm-hmm. oh great no i always right. say i have no idea what you're talking <laughs> I'll about say, well, yeah, so yeah, let yeah, me know what i'm saying yes to or what i'm saying no to right and and even and even to go further i mean actually you know like people think that that makes them look weak in fact it makes you look strong really strong I want to work with you. Yes, exactly. See, if see, you're admitting that you know that, that I, I, you know, I don't, you know, I don't quite know that. It's like you know what? Then let me, you know, let me, let me teach you, you know, this. And I am sure that there are many things that you're going to teach mm-hmm. me. Yeah. You know, like that's someone mm-hmm. we, were, we were talking you, about this earlier. Like people, What's that, your people that are always willing, well, to be students of the craft, right? Like we are mm-hmm. all students of the craft. Like humble yourself. Like there's always something to learn. Yeah. So obviously, someone like that, especially if they're that forthright and they're, you know, telling you, you know, I don't know how to do that. Right. Amazing. That's Fantastic. what I work with. Yeah. Uh, yeah exactly. I tell this Love like you. there's a little mini anecdote. So when I first, the first short that I made, Danny and Alice, mm-hmm. um, like professional short that I made, I was here. Mm-hmm. And I got into the Fox Searchlight Director's Lab. Right. Gary mm-hmm. McLeod was my DP. Oh, yeah, yeah. Effie Brown was my producer. Mm-hmm. Um, Yolanda we Ross. Yeah. So Yolanda was the lead. And first setup of the day, I'm all like ready. 
and it's like yeah, I'm ready to rumble. It's like you know, it's like oh, the all black um, camera crew because nice. Gary like brought all of the brothers nice. with right. him, right. and um, me, Effie, like you want to There's black crew people in LA. Tons, yeah, and it, and <laughs> and Gary brought a, working. There's somebody who brought a lot of people along, right. and you see all of his people, his first mm-hmm. AC, his mm-hmm. gaffer. I mean, like these people are now the the DPs of major yeah. major yeah. network television. Yeah. Anyway, so we're standing there first set up by the day shoot it and we're shooting on 35 and so I'm standing there and you know how the 35 cameras have those little stools that swing yes. out yes and Gary's like sit here because he's like six foot a million right. and uh, I am not as we can see <laughs> are you a um, leprechaun too <laughs> no I'm 5'3 yeah, what she, she part of the lollipop guild yeah. she's a, she's she a, she's a well Canadian leprechaun right. Canadian leprechaun but I was sitting there and so Gary so his first AC says to him, you know, check the gate and we're moving on. Right. And Gary's like, check the gate. And I don't think he's, I don't even know who he's talking to. Like, <laughs> I'm sitting there and I'm all like, just like all so excited and like right. wide eyed. And he's like, check the gate, Roberta. And I was like, so he's six, like, he's like literally, I think Gary's like so six she's four, up. and I'm five three. And so I sidle up to him and so my face is against his chest, right? right? And I'm like, I have no idea what that means. <laughs> right. Right, right. Because I didn't go to film school. I love that. Right, right? I didn't. I had no you idea. You should be able to do that. That's right? the trust. And he's and then the first day, see, they were so sweet to yeah. me. Yeah. They were like, he's like, brought me around, yeah. took off the lens, yeah, showed me yeah, where you check yeah. the gate, right. why you check the gate, like all of right. it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, but I, it took courage on my part I'm to like so, to so say. But, but, yeah. Yeah. For right. people who As don't, you did it in the right way. You walked to them. You didn't announce it. Yeah. You know what I mean. People, people, people don't know checking the gate is that is that we're shooting on film there's a, there's a possibility that something will get on the lens the, the length the lens in or, between the, the yeah, yeah like, like the film plane and it will like you know it's, it's it's what you see in the old movies where there's like a hair mm-hmm. or a scratch or whatever it is and, right. and you check it and go before you before you move on yeah, you check right. the gate check the gate because right. if it's not you know, you know we, we get to go in and we get to blow it out with the air and shoot it again mm-hmm. yeah. I mean sometimes you do that like even with digital like people mm-hmm. still use right. the phrase check the yeah. gate right, right, because if you just did this major shot setup yeah. you want to check you the gate you want to make sure the camera didn't wiggle yeah you want to make sure everything was in focus totally. and everything like yeah. all of that yeah. exactly but I think that that was I got, I got, I mean, I got a plat where part of the platform, part of my foundation as a filmmaker mm-hmm. was that I was working with people who believed in my vision nice. and didn't need me to know what the fuck check the gate. Right, right, right. Exactly. Well, like let me back off of that. Let me piggyback off of that. I've told the story a couple times on the show where the first project I directed was this, this film called Troublesome and ended up becoming critically acclaimed, right? I hesitated for years to direct, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, I mean, I've directed theater, I've choreographed shows, you know, as a dancer and stuff, but I was like, how hard could this be? Oh, really? Can you? Let me oh, note yeah, to song because I'm working on a musical. Girl. Yeah, continue. Please leave me. So, <laughs> <laughs> I am a dancer. So, <laughs> anyway. Just give so, it two extra days. Two extra days. If you were shooting for four, you should for six. six. <laughs> it's just like shooting on water. Do not But I'll never forget. I must have came across a rerun or might have even been the actual show of, of Inside the Actor Studio with mm. Penny Marshall. Mm. And Penny, you guys have seen this episode. Mm. Yes. Penny was talking about, he was like complimenting her, oh, you're an Oscar winner and nominated and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, she's like, I still have no idea what I'm doing. Right. <laughs> and she was so like Real. humble about it. Mm-hmm. She says, I've figured out two things. She says, I, 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 I like a script and I hire a really good, du- good DP. Yes. She says, because now all I do is I tell them, here's what I want. And then they go, oh, the camera should be here. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? And I was like, oh, that's it? Okay. So then I got myself a DP when I was like, look, dude, I don't know. But here's what I do know. Uh-huh. I know how to work with actors. I have a really good vision. You know what I mean? And I know what's in the lens that I want. Right. I might not, not tell you. I might not uh-huh. understand how to tell you how to get it. But this, and over the years, I figured it out. But <clears throat> at the time, I didn't. And so, so that gave me the confidence of like, okay, if Penny doesn't need to know, I don't need to know. Some totally. people are like, you got to know everything. Right, I, I don't right. think you need to know everything. I think, no. that in fact, I, I think it's the opposite. You do right. not need to know everything. And what is the point of coming in to do art? Right. Right. And you're being an artist. You are there to reveal yourself and reveal your vision. Correct. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is there to, I mean, if you're the director, right. that there, and even if you're the production designer, mm-hmm. right, people are coming to you and you are mapping out for everybody what it's going to look like. Yeah. So then the camera is like actually working like, oh, okay. So she's putting that over here. We're going to be over here. Right. This or that's going to be beautiful over there we're going to put the camera over here like that it is a collaborative experience absolutely no the UPM cannot also be the first AD no right. you know what I mean no. Like, like, do, you remember when boy, no. do you remember when your boy was saying you want to do that our, I was like motherfucker no let's just get someone no there's a right, reason right. why that those it's people a, exist yeah. exactly, look, look, exactly. It's, it's the thing I say that I say this I say, I say look I like to be the least experienced person on the, the crew yeah, you've always said that. I've, I'd like to be of the keys. Yeah, of the keys. It's like I. Mm-hmm. It's because <laughs> it's <not a laughs> right, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, because 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 I'm like, hey, you know what? I don't. I. I mean, I do know a lot, but I don't want to be, um, in their lane. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. right, right. I'm right. to say, I, hey, I I'm, this is what I want to do. And plus, I like I learned it way out. I was like, you know what? It didn't matter how good of a director you are, how successful you are. You could probably only do two, maybe three movies a year, right? Maybe, you know, if you're really fucking working fast. But a cinematographer, yeah, depending on what kind of movies, you're yeah, you know. But a cinematographer, could, you know, can knock out that many, like, like every year, right? You know, you can like three or four a year. So, so, so their uh-huh. experience level is way, way right, higher. Right. So you yeah, always they're, they're just, just doing say, it more. Yeah. So you should always just get yeah, people yeah. who I mean, are that much better so, than you, yeah. I mean, and yeah. plus they'll make you better because you'll say, hey, absolutely, like, how do I do this? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, we can do this, and they'll throw options at you. And you go, oh, what? Yeah, would be yeah. Cool? I mean, the, the, we'll one, the one, the one thing, yeah. the one thing, yeah. The, the, the one thing that I'll add, the one, the oh, one, the one thing, the one thing that I'll add is, um, again, because it's you know collaborative, and I think you know something uh, that really adds is for you to have the respect for the department, right? The, the respect of the department, and just to learn as much of like the language so mm-hmm. that you could really communicate. I agree. With every key. And that's on all of us as storytellers, sure. right? Mm-hmm. And the respect that they're gonna have for you because you did, you know, you took that extra step to actually learn. Uh, you know, I mean, you don't have to know everything, but just like enough to really communicate and speak their language with them. Mm-hmm. That like yeah. tenfold that that will pay back you know pay pay you back in spades. Sure. Oh, of course, sure. plus of the course. fact that that now you can really collaborate collaborate in a way that it is like a whole other level because you're speaking the same language. Well, yeah. uh-huh. So I mean that's something I tell everybody. Because there's that short because there's the shorthand that they have that they have amongst their whole team, and uh-huh. if you can just pick up. 
you know, like the hello, how are you? Make friends with, <laughs> make friends with the gaffer like, and the key grip. As a producer, when yeah. I go on the set, I'm like, mm. I'm going over G and E. That's what I like because that's where I'm going to learn what's right. going on right. on the set. Right. So who's how unhappy? Who yeah, knows what they're doing? Yeah. Who's the asshole? They know yeah. everything. They that's why I go there. But I think that you know, part of like, that's why I'm over there helping them setting up C stands. And totally, all that I want to know. I know, and they don't want you know. They're like, remember it? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I know. But and I'm like, okay, well, like, just give me the Apple box then. They're like, okay, you can have. We're gonna trust you with that. Yeah, like a quarter, quarter apple. But that, it took me, I don't know, it was like, it took me probably eight, eight movies before... I knew exactly who to ask to move Video Village. Oh, really? That's Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I just, yeah. I could not remember who. It's right. like, <sighs> and then they'd be like, ask. I don't know why you're talking to me. I'm like, well, because you're standing here. <laughs> That's why I'm talking <laughs> right. to you. Right. Right. It's I, the second. Yeah, you ask the second. And, yeah. then, or, and, and it, because, remember, Video Village is part of the grip department, oh, right, uh-huh, right, right? right? And so they will then ask, you know, on your behalf, or you just ask the key right. grip to like, and then they're talking to their right. guys. Because they're usually on the same channel, on the walkies mm-hmm. and stuff. But yeah, or mm-hmm. courtesy, like, and I'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> Somebody's going to bring that over here. And I don't right. know. But then I realized that it was, it just made me more effective right. to look to the key grip. Mm-hmm. Can you guys move this? Right, right. Yeah. I'll tell you right now. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. The key grip is such a, is, it's. It, I mean, that. I, I remember when I was on that show. That guy was on his shit, mm-hmm. and I yeah. saw that guy working like, like his because t- he because he would hover right behind the gaffer and the DP when they were talking about what the shot was going to mm-hmm. be. And they were kind of like talking out what they needed to do, how they're going to like how they execute it. And the minute he got. You know, they were turning him and they'd go, You got it good and he would just run and then and then everything is moving so quickly. Totally. And I yes. was like I said to myself, it's a machine. I, I, I was like, this yeah. is good. Yeah. I was like, if you have money. Yeah, right. You have money, you but also too, if you have determination, you do you need money good. for the people. For yes. the people, right? Right. For, for the, the people. people. No for the people. I'm yeah. saying for the people. I'm you should like, check. You know who you should follow. Um, you can just follow him on uh, Facebook. Oh, is Lee Donaldson. So Lee Donaldson, he's a key grip, and he is in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And I worked with him on a couple of projects there in Charleston. And I'm t- like, well, he like definitely he does a lot of like he puts a lot of photographs up online and stuff. But just the way he talks about you know, the grip department mm, and awesome. what, and showing you and kind of walking you through and his attitude, like that's who I want to work with on right, set. Yeah, right. Like somebody who like, is like all about their department. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Charleston. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, so much no, shit. no. Well, yeah. and, going, and going back to like, again, the people who know everything, the grip department, like just think, because they're, because they're, they're saying, Chris Torres. everybody. Hi Chris Torres. Chris yeah. Torres just walked in the door. You want to make them your best friends. Hey, Chris. You're our right. di- our director, who's yes. part of the series, yes. and she's directing. Everybody. And they're all over the place. The episode, they're, they're the spot. priest. Nice. Yes. I'm gonna come, really come out there and check you out. Do your you thing. have to come and check. Do you guys mind if I come over there and see? No, come, we man. want you to come. Awesome. Yeah, you know what you Absolutely. can do. Like, you can like contribute to her campaign, and we'll give you a walk <laughs> on. We didn't have that conversation. <laughs> yes, did yes, we? yes. Listen, there's lunch. Can, come have lunch with the director can, and the producer. Can you make the contribution and apply it to 2019? I have to do it to 17 because. That's when I had to start. Right, right, right. There you go. <laughs> but we're in that we're in that hundred-ish level place. You know uh-huh. I mean? Chris is only trying uh-huh. to raise like twelve yeah. grand. That's my cousin. I think that's about. right. right. <laughs> that's cousin. Exactly. 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 The cousin clause. But think, I mean, this has been amazing. Yes, awesome. amazing. Do you have Thank any more? Do you have any more? Did you want to share any more about this upcoming? Um, yeah. Well, just yeah. Just uh, not that I'm in know, charge of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. Well, you know, you, you know, we're this both. is like She's the writers' room to me. We just yeah, talk. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. No, we 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 always talk. Um, well, yeah, just like yeah. She's been here before. I heard. 
heard I heard that episode. Um, she was talking bad about yeah, you too. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm, let me tell you about that. Let me tell you about it. Yvette, dear <laughs> Yvette, dear Yvette. <laughs> I said My the most goodness. beautiful thing. You listen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've never heard that. Um, <laughs> Never. She's like, wow, there was all perfect pitch and everything. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, no, it was. Them bitches no, can sing, can't no, they? No, that was amazing. You have to record and that. Dance. And dance. You have to record and that, dance. yes, exactly, and do the dance to it. And send it to me so I can put it on loop. Um, anyway. Uh, <laughs> that was great. That was beautiful. I can't wait to listen to this. Um, anyway, so, uh, so yeah, so just to you know, wrap up the whole Writers Room 50-50 sure. thing. Uh, so we have uh, new upcoming uh, labs beginning the end of March and the beginning of April so we have pitching the television series writing the television pilot we have uh, writing the television show bible mm-hmm. um, those three are up first uh, <clears throat> and, and, and when do you guys start shooting in March we, yeah the 28th yeah the 20th and 29th um, so you guys are yes. in pre now I, I, yes we're in pre is, is, the, is the, the new labs on the website there, about, yes okay. everything's on the website which mm-hmm. is writersroom5050.com so go there and then uh, so I'll put it in the show notes that's why I'm to be clear okay, no yeah. beautiful yeah writersroom5050.com um, and then I'm super 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 excited to uh, announce that we're also coming to New York City my hometown oh, yes so we're gonna, gonna, so gonna yes. have a, like a, a two week boot camp there nice. um, with two uh, you know two labs mm-hmm. one is pitching the television series and the other one is writing the television show bible so mm-hmm. those are going to occur so is that gonna be more week. than one day a week yeah yeah like the, the pitching the pitching lab is going to be three nights a week and uh, and you know and then the writing the television show Bible is two nights a week nice. so yeah, I mean I can't yes. say enough about that pitching class because that's the, that's the one you took, you took the mm-hmm. you, I know I wanted to come to this now. I, mean, I couldn't go to the last two but, but I, yeah. I think that you think that you know how to pitch your story but you don't you really not in the way that is you know that is mm-hmm. like standard pitching yeah. you can yeah. like pitch me your elevator speech you know at a cocktail party, but when you're pitching, it's like a whole structure, and Yvette's amazing at it. Well, yeah. Yeah. I love it. The thing that's crazy is, is that, you know, um, that's not crazy, but it's like the development people <clears throat> are expecting that. You know, absolutely. They're expecting I mean, it. I mean, I mean, it's basically like, hey, because all, all the people who are selling shows are doing that. Totally. So you come in and don't do that, they're like, so I want you. Yeah, well, the, you know, you're just you're just not ready, you yeah. know. And this is how and this is how doors can stay closed mm-hmm. to you, right? Because even if that show doesn't go, you come in and you do your job, that door will always be open to you. That's okay. Who there was someone I know told me uh, it's Billy Ray. Yes, he told me one time he he was like he was like your job at a piss meeting is to be. Um, is to get invited back. Absolutely, that is your job because mm-hmm. you can't control anything else. But exactly, mm-hmm. so each, mm-hmm. each, each, and every time, and you know when you've done your job. Yeah. You know, there's, right. there's, there's just there's an energy, there's a yeah. magic. How many in jobs the room. have you gotten like that were by way of the job you didn't get? Right. So like, you know, so many times it's like, most of them. Yeah. It's like where somebody interviewed you or, you know, you were like up for a gig, Mm -hmm. but you didn't get it. But then they're talking to someone else and they're like, Hilliard, you need to talk to Hilliard. You know, because. Yeah, exactly. Me too. I have good meetings though. Yes. You know what I mean? So I think that's usually the key. Yeah. It's, it's, well, but it's all about good meetings, but you, but, but you have to know what a good meeting is for you to even aspire to have a good meeting. I know how to chat and like drink martinis. Right. Right. So like on Saturday, on Saturday night. 
exactly. Yeah. Most of them, no, no. <laughs> Orange juice, no. Bugs my tongue. Bugs my tongue. Um, a little three no hours of sleep. No fruit, right? no flowers. No fruit, no flowers. But I think that part of Chris, was you out with her last night getting the groove on too? No, she was. I was she like, was. I got the videotape. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was at the Palm, of all places. Downtown, the Palm. It was hilarious. Okay. Not her usual spot. No. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean the Palm downtown. You Driving know 90 miles an hour yeah. on, the, on the streets and stuff. I see her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that is true. That is correct. We did a whole Look, thing about her driving crazy. I, I heard it. I, I heard it. I'm working on it, it though. Yeah, like yeah. I said, I'm, I'm like working on the look. I'm Are not giving the look, look anymore. <laughs> I'm like, don't turn around, Roberta. Do not. Don't get out the car, bitch. Stay in the car. Yeah, bitch, well, do not get don't give him the finger. Don't take your heels off. I don't give the finger. I don't do that kind of stuff. I go like this. I'm like, your dick is so small. That's even worse. Look, these days. Tell her to stop doing that, Chris. Hey, hey, yeah, yeah. You know what's funny about taking your shoe off and hitting someone with a shoe? You know, the high heel shoe. I, you know what? I've never really seen that in the movie, but I saw it in a movie I saw the other night. No, what, funny. taking your high heel shoes off? No, and, and, and so I like hit someone. And I hit someone. Yeah. And I hit someone with a heel. And the guy. We've seen it on a Real Housewives you know, all the time. The guy <laughs> had this. <laughs> he had this little mark on his head. Really? Like, for like two scenes later, he was bleeding and shit. I was like, no. I was like, shit. I never. I, 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 hey, it's a weapon, bitch. I've never. No. Yeah, yeah. I feel like. No, no, no. The heel. The heel is. The heel is the weapon. Like you know, growing. I've seen people take it yeah. off and like mm-hmm. cock their arm back. Right. I never see actually yeah. actually hit someone. I was like, <laughs> right, right, right. You don't hang it up. Well, you didn't hang um, it up. With, you know, so, I know. So, yeah, drag queen yeah, in, in the eighties. No, in the eighties. Well, I don't yeah. have a drag queen. Yeah, because when the straight guys would come with their nonsense, the drag queens would like pull off the heel. but 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 the heel is like really extreme. That's when you really mean business. So growing up, so you know, so growing so growing up, you know, a Puerto Rican Latina, right? In, mm. in New York in the Bronx the whole thing there because the heel the heel, the heel is extreme <laughs> getting hit with the shoe it was the flip flop which is called you know chancleta yeah. right in Spanish so it's like you know my grandmother you don't like, know Chris my, my, exactly my grandmother would be chasing us you know I'm gonna hit you with the, you know, with the chancleta I mean, that, that, that was the threat right, because the right. heel that's extreme that's when, that, that's when you really hate somebody <laughs> yeah the slipper the, the, across the room I've yeah, had the, that yeah 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 it, exactly that's the warning that's the that's, warning that's the warning to the heel that, that you wind that goes by your face. <laughs> 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 that whoosh. Exactly, exactly. That's the warning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's Come correct. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, remember that time that guy threw that shoe at George Bush? Yes. Oh, yes. That was awesome. Yeah. He barely did. Yes, he, he hit his chest. I hit his yeah, 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 he yeah. barely. Yeah, yeah. Except it would have hit his face. If he exactly. Damn. So he saw it coming. Yes. He saw it coming. Damn. He matrixed his ass. Yeah. He was trying to make a speech. Uh, yeah, I remember that footage. That's great, 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 great footage. Amazing. Well, thank you, Yvette. Um, oh, you got thank it. Thank you, Roberta. Thank Always you. Always good to see y'all. Thank you, Chris. My two thank big you. sisters. I yes, love y'all, yes, bitches. Yes. Come back anytime. Yes, Absolutely. Absolutely. This will probably thank drop you. in the middle of the week. Um, Fabulous. Love for it. me, this will be bonus episodes. This yes. will be a long one. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. For sure. Y'all motherfuckers just yip yapping. Love it. Y'all japping. Love it. That. love it, love it, love it. Let's get it out there. So tell people again yeah, sure. where they can get it, where you guys are on Twitter yeah, and all that stuff. Definitely, definitely. So Yvette Vargas. We're throwing these away. It's uh, give my cigarettes <laughs> back. Give my cigarettes back. <laughs> Addiction. 
Yvette Vargas. It's uh, Writer's Room 5050. It's The Writer's Room 5050 at writersroom5050.com. Mm. You could also, uh, our social media is, you know, at uh, The Writer's Room 5050. Um, Instagram. And, and uh, it, well, that, that's on Instagram. But did you Instagram. just go to like at Yvette with an E, E V E T T E, Yvette Vargas? You'll find all right. of the links. Uh, okay. Yeah, 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 for sure. And then me personally um, on Instagram, I am VargasGirl23. And on Twitter is uh, Vargas Girl. Okay, awesome. Yeah. And I'm, Where are you at, Roberta? Roberta Monroe, everywhere. At Roberta Monroe. M U N R O E. Google me, bitch. You don't know me. Yeah. <laughs> at Roberta Monroe on Instagram, at Roberta Monroe on Twitter, mm. at Roberta Monroe or slash Roberta Monroe on LinkedIn, Facebook. Yes. Yeah. Everything. M U N R O E. Not yes. M O. Right. Yeah, Roberta yeah. Monroe. As in flat. Not Monroe. Not Monroe. It's right. Monroe. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's where you find me. And my website is captivatedinc.com. Captivated. I like that. Captivated. Thank that's you. Cute. That's Thank cute. You. Like as if she had a good idea one day. See? Captivated. <laughs> captivated Inc. I was exactly. captivated by myself. Where you at, right. Chris? Uh, where am I at? Oh, I'm at um, Unauthorized CBD on Twitter and Instagram. Nice. And sure. I'm your host, Hilliard Guest. You guys can find me on Twitter. I say Twitter like I'm cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and at Hilliard Guest, you can follow the show. Screenwriters are, are on Twitter. Any questions, screenwritersrantroom at gmail.com. Please go on iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. Archer, Archer, Anchor. That's what I said. Anchor, Anchor Spotify, <laughs> Spotify, all that uh, shit. Google, Google Play, Google Play, uh, everything. Whatever you yeah. listen to, we got it. Um, and they, they can get us where else? Oh, and and then they get <clears throat> to screenwritersrr.com. That is the actual. That's the official web page where you can they, I hear this episode. Where you can buy T-shirts. Where you can support the show on the Patreon. Where you can get the link to um, to finding a. Uh, a black uh, agent or manager yeah, or attorney yeah. that's on there it's under Diverse Represents it's on the the main pa- the homepage I need an agent and a yeah. manager yeah. we got a whole yeah. list yeah. actually it's going to be dropping tomorrow tomorrow yeah, yeah we um, that's this, exciting yeah we yeah. had this woman a couple weeks ago her name is uh, Jay uh, Gia Thomas yeah, yeah uh-huh. Gia Thomas yeah, you, you need to know her yeah, uh-huh. I'm going to connect you to her I'm going to connect you to her yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she is a, a lawyer. sports and entertainment attorney um, and she's got a whole like consortium of uh, she, <coughs> she runs this thing called diverse representation where she's just, she's in contact with all the black managers and agents and attorneys and, yeah. and PR people in yeah. town and because she you know she wants she has this she has this thing she does this event uh, I guess it's gonna be there's one coming up in this March month, the yeah. end of the month at CA not CA downtown just to like get more because she told me something that just shocked the shit out of me when, she, when we were online mm-hmm. the entire cast and you know Ryan Coogler oh, people right. on uh, on Black Panther. Mm-hmm. They all ha- their whole teams is white. There's mm-hmm. no yeah. there's no black except Lapita except Lapita. Right. There's no like black Asian or manager attorney or publicist. They're all yeah. white. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I was like, wow. um, yeah. definitely. I I except want Lupita? I, I yeah, want this info uh, as well mm-hmm. um, because again, there's like representation needs mm-hmm. for. Black, you know, African American um, storytellers at Writers Room Fifty Fifty. Right. So that's something else, actually, that I'm bringing in. So yeah, okay. totally, awesome. totally cool. connect me. That's what's going on. Yeah, we should bring Hilliard in as a special guest next time. See how I get treated. See the abuse. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody love me. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. We love you. Baby. I know we Chris love loves me, but I don't yeah. know about y'all. Chris Torres loves yeah, you. You know I love him. We didn't talk about. Sure. <laughs> anyway, let me get that flip flop. <laughs> <laughs> Better that than a heel. Yes, exactly. That's why, you know, that's I'll take the heel because I'll block it. (laughs) 
I'm thinking anything else going on. I got so much shit going on. Um, anyway, well, thank you guys. I'm proud of you guys out there making shit happen. Absolutely. I'm really excited for you. Um, fine, I'll put something in your little account, Chris. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Only because you're my cousin. I'm producing it, you know. I mean, like it's it's a dynamic. Oh well, if she proves it, I am. No, this is like a dynamic duo team here. Fine, one to twin powers activate and uh-huh. all that shit. Um, everybody joining me for t- 2020. So you guys know how we do it on the rant room on the mm-hmm. show. We keep it real. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what everybody. 2020. 2020. Peace, y'all. And I promise to keep it real. Welcome to the Red Road. So you wanna be a rider? Well, you gotta be a rider till your fears are diminishing, the doubts are behind ya. It's hard to grind, and the business got me stressed in the Red Room. We let that shit up off our chest. You know the street nerd has got no time for no caca. Sass in class, yes, they used to pull a kaja. Never have to guess when you're listening to Hillier. He gon' bring more game than a shark playing billiards. It's all about the crap of screenwriting. It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening. Your pen and words are like bullets in a gun. Write what you feel, say what you want. Welcome to the Red Room. Red Room. Red Room. Red Room.